to report the news that nobody else has the balls to report. 
Um, anyway, if you guys um, would like to donate to the program, all right, I don't have a freestyle this week, uh, but because I just ran out of time, it's another time-consuming thing. Here's oh, Sean Carrot came through already. Holy shit. Um, we do have a, a, a dono thing at the top. See, we're banned from the goddamn, um, whatchamacallit, Super Chat. We can't monetize on YouTube, so we had to build our own. It's called Turtle Chat. And so the thing at the top, you click on that. You could donate whatever amount of money you want, and you get to leave a message. So you can give a shout-out to your boy, your homie, your dog, maybe call somebody out. What was your child support? I don't know. There's a million things. You can write whatever you want on it. I'm going to get a notification on my email, and then I'm going to bring it up. Like, for instance, I just got this one from Mr. Carrot. Boom. She says, here's to another awesome show, Carrot Beer caribbean now that's what he chose to write um you can write something uh more inappropriate more appropriate less appropriate doesn't matter it's your turtle chat okay so keep hitting that like button uh or th hit the thumbs up button keep you know sharing it on social media get the word out we are live it is what it is okay so without further ado we also have with us tonight uh our professor our uh Whatever. Professor, Excellent. professor, I'm a professor. Pro, uh, professor Deb, how you doing, Deb? <laughs> doing well. How you doing, Nathan? Uh, I'm good, thank you. And then also joining us from across the pond, the Welshman, the Druid, David Owen. How you doing, David? I'm absolutely excited. I've actually been back to Wales today. I've had uh -huh. a a 400 mile round trip to Cardiff, which is the capital city of Wales, because um, there's a massive rugby game on in Cardiff. Wales against Scotland. Who won? Wales, Wales won 20 points to 17. It was a great game. Interesting. So how, can I ask you, how do you, how do you score points in, in rugby? Right, how okay. You... Well, if you score a try, which is like a touchdown, you get five. And instead of a one-point kick after a try, you get a two-point kick. You can score okay. seven for a converted try. But you can okay. also have penalty kicks, which are like field goals, which are three. Like field goals, okay. and there are also drop goals, which are three, which is a kick from open play. Okay, so it's seven, seven, so five, and then if you two point conversion is seven, and so that's how you got twenty. You got two yeah. touchdowns. Yeah, we, we got we got um no, we got one five and five threes. And, and do you do you talk a lot of shit at these things? Oh God, yeah. What do you say to the Scottish? Well, this, in fact, rugby's very good natured, but yeah, we. The noise is bedlam when we when Wales score or when Scotland scores. Scotland were great. They had thousands and thousands of Scots in Cardiff today supporting their team because Scotland beat England last week, so they were on a huge high coming into the game. Wow! So yeah, do you guys make Weirdly, fun of them for like not? Uh, not really, not really. We 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 sort of well, they voted against their own, David. They voted against their own independence. Yeah. How do you not yeah, yeah. rub that? How do you not rub that in their face? Well, look, I agree with it. I agree with it. We're stronger. We're stronger oh. as a union. That's like that's like Texas leaving the USA. You know, we're we're stronger as a union. I, I mean, if I lived in Texas, I would probably want to leave the USA. But, yeah, I know a lot of them know. probably do. Yeah, at the moment, yeah. Yeah, but I mean, I want Texas in the USA because I think I think the thing with the Welsh and the Scottish is we are united in our mutual um, dislike of the English. Sorry, Laura. No offense. We like you, but you no, know, Laura was in your, Laura's in your neck of the woods. Laura's in Wales at the moment. Yeah. Yes, and Laura is going to be joining me on uh, the Turtle Club on uh, this week. We're either going to do it Wednesday or Thursday uh, She uh, because she has a story to tell as well. Um, we've both kind of been, uh, you know, misrepresented in several ways and uh, by this 
hussy named by the name of Christina Yakamowski. So we're gonna have a lot to say about that on Turtle Club. We're going to be reliving the whole thing. I'm gonna show you guys exactly how it all went down. Like it's like psychopath, like you've never seen before. Like you know, I've analyzed a lot of psychopaths on here. The things they take, I've never oh, yeah. seen. I've never seen anyone this devious. The the things that this woman said to us, not just me, to her, to others, to Diane too, uh, and to just lie to our faces for months and months and months. It's fucking insane. Like I've never met a, a lunatic li quite like this before. But anyway, that's gonna I be. Have an to say, I have to say, I'm glad I've had no dealings with her. Yes, you're better off. You trust me. Yeah, you, it sounds that way. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But anyway, um, so where was I? All right, let's uh, start off this uh, episode like we start off most episodes with a little thing called Where Are You Reppin'? Let us know in the comments right now. Where are you watching the live show from tonight? Go ahead. Who could not like Laura? Exactly, Caroline. Exactly. Darchest is in the house. Malden, Pembroke, Lynn, Potosi, Missouri. That's a new one. Um, Florida, Marshfield, Nashua, Easton, Hanson, Naples, Florida, Wittensville, Boston, Glendale, Stonington, Connecticut, Westhampton, Quincy, Long Island, Plainville, Mashpee, Mattapoisett, the pocket deaths of David's bathrobe. Okay, oh, Quincy. Lovely. All right. Tucson's in the house. Brockton's in the house. Brant Rock is in the house. Connecticut in the house. Newton's here. Cheddar Crispy's house is in the house, etc. I was in Connecticut yesterday. I went down to Foxwoods Casino, David. You know what's fucking crazy? So you can't, uh, yeah, yeah. you can't gamble in this state in Massachusetts. It's no? uh, but and so when you want to log on to like a betting app or something, I remember happening this last year. You couldn't do it for the first time. I couldn't even go in Bovada, nothing. Can you, can you go through a VPN and pretend you're in Connecticut or somewhere? I suppose you probably could. I've had no luck with VPNs in the past. Right, to me, right. they, they don't work very well. But I, I, we live next to three states, New Hampshire, Rhode Island, and Connecticut, that all allow oh. you to whatever. Yeah. So Connecticut's the closest state to me. So I drive down to the casino last night. I mean, mm -hmm. I went to this with uh, Foxwoods. It's the world's biggest casino. And I was went to the sport book and I uh, started placing some bets there. And then you can do the rest from your fucking phone. Like you have to be in Connecticut. So I literally went to Dunkin Donuts in Plainfield, Connecticut and sat in the parking lot for like an hour and a half. Cause I do so many prop bets. You're going to watch the Super Bowl, Dave. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know, okay. Even who, who though the like? Packers aren't there. Ah, who do you I like? think it's a close one, but I, I like the Bengals. I think it's going to be a very close one. It's yeah, I think it's going to be very, very close. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so I have uh, gotten a bunch of bets in today. I see what I like to do. Motherfucker, why is it making me? I don't see my state here. Okay. Now I see. I can't log into my app. I can't even see my fucking bets. How can I not see my bets? It's not like it's not even letting me see the bets that I made. I made like a. I made like fifty bets today. I bet so on crazy much, shit here. Listen, you go on about you're the land of the free, but you're not free at all. You can't no. even look at you can't even gamble. <laughs> when did I mean I, I have I have two or three betting apps to use, you know, and it doesn't matter yeah. where I am, I can place bets and you know you're... Yeah, like when did I ever say that this was the land of the free? This ain't the land of the free. It's in your so national anthem. The land of the free and the home of the brave. It's the last two lines. Well, 
you won't hear that from me. That's a bunch of bullshit. Uh, as we can see, Canada is quickly becoming the land of the free. Those guys are up there. They're doing fighting. good, aren't they? Yeah. They're, they're, they're about to go free the world. The cops are they coming. Are, it's about, they're, it's about not, to ugly. they're not responding well to the tyranny of Trudeau, are they? Have you ever seen a, a bigger feckless cunt in your life? than? Oh, Justin he's Trudeau? revolting. He's re I saw a speech he gave this week where he said, we will not bow down to the swastika. And you go, these are proud, hardworking, ordinary Canadians, and he's accusing his own people of being Nazis. It's an absolute well, that's, disgrace. Well, that's all they have. If they couldn't, if they couldn't call you a Nazi, then you'd have to actually focus on their grievances that they're there to redress the government about, and they can't do that because they know that those they have no answer to those things. No, so they've got they haven't got a leg to stand on, so they're just playing the race card that that's patently now, false. No, call them Nazis, and that immediately discredits everything that they have to say. But I'm telling you, those guys up there, they are going to start a revolution across the world with this shit. And in fairness, the British kind of helped us too, because you blokes over there were the ones, you guys got rid of all this shit. And now well, we're over here like, our prime minister doing? made a fool of himself with his Christmas parties, put himself under pressure. And then as soon as people started saying, look, you know, we've all had the double jab and you know, COVID has spread, Omicron spreading like wildfire. It's not working. Let's just get back to normal. And he, and he couldn't really fight back because he was already in a hole of his own making. So he just came mm -hmm. in and just said, right, we'll get rid of all the bans and, and, and the mandates. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, mo most of my bets, too, that I make are like stupid. Like I do, I do like a lot <laughs> of, like, I don't bet like even money on anything. I just do wild shit. Like, you know, I, I'll bet the exact score of a game. I bet some. I'm, I bet like, I'm like that. I'm like that. Yeah. I, I don't want. I don't want. I don't want to double my money. I want fifteen like, or sixteen yeah. to one, or I'm not right. interested. Yeah. Right. Like I, I'll bet two dollars. Like the yes. exact score. Like I forget. I forget the exact scores I picked. But here's what I. Here's what I think is going to happen in these games. I think the fucking Bengals will get behind a little bit. I think Burrow's going to have a fourth quarter. I think the fourth quarter is going to be the highest scoring quarter. And I think they're going to come back. I think there's going to, and I pick different scenarios where the Rams win by two or the Bengals win by two, because I just think there's going to be a scenario there where they're going to need to go for two. Like it always happens like that. Mm. And then they're either going to tie it and yeah. go to overtime or they'll miss and they'll lose by two. I think that's what's going to happen. That seems to happen. I think it's going to be a two point game. That's, that's yeah. my, that's my pick right there. I'm not sure who's going to win. I think it's going, oh, it's going to be a very, very close game. I think it could be a really good game as well. Yeah. So, okay. So anyway, um, let's get this party. I, did I forget anything, Deb? Uh, am I forgetting anything? No, I think oh. you're good. Yeah, that's it. Right. Let's get this party well, started. Let's get the first blog up here. Let's do it. All right. Oh, we've got some doozies as well tonight. Oh, boy. Sorry to everyone who'd made comments. I'm just, I'm not, I wasn't paying attention. I've just seen my name fly up in the comments there. Someone yeah, referring Joe Calzaghe. Yes, he's a South Walian. Was a great fighter. Retired undefeated as well. Absolutely. Take me down. And you can see it. Can you? Oh, here. There we go. Okay, here we go. All right. So, uh, first blog of the week. We got another sex trafficking situation, David. We started the week off in Linfield. It's rife, Linfield. isn't it? It's rife. It's everywhere. And, and this one uh, had a lot to say. Let me pull up on Every my Every market basket you go in, the aisles are being... Yes. So, so this woman, uh, her name is Alyssa Desimone. And if you scroll down, she's from Boston. Let's see her. Keep on going. There she is. Okay. 
Ooh, not too spicy. She's tidying up. Yeah. So she goes to Suffolk Law School, which requires a new pantsuit. So she's all grown up now. And oh, she posts oh, oh. the following uh, of her, not her account, her sister's account. So she goes, Last night at around 12.30 a.m., my sister was being followed home from Market Street in Linfield. The car behind her was consistently beeping, driving crazy, and would not stop following her. When she realized she was being followed, she didn't go home, but instead went to Irving Gas Station in Wakefield. The woman driving the car continued to beep and follow her in circles in the parking lot until my sister called 911 and the police showed up. The whole experience was very scary and seems like it could be part of a sex trafficking play. If you're oh. at Market Street... <laughs> Please be careful and be aware of your surroundings, especially if you leave alone. If anyone recognizes the person or plate number, please let me know. The car is Mazda, whatever, plate number blank. And then she goes, edit. People have been asking, so I figured I'd write it here. The police have determined there was no harm caused, so they let the person go. They got a name, a license, registration, but could not give the information to my sister for privacy reasons. My sister got a good look at the person and has never seen her before. Seems like her behavior was an attempt to try to get my sister out of her car. Again, be careful. I read stories similar to this happening at the Woburn Market Basket parking lot, Woburn Bertucci's parking garages on Route 3 in the Lowell Bill Ricket area and the Burlington Mall. This is unfortunately happening very local. Be aware! And then she posts a picture of what appears to be a lone woman sitting in a Mazda in the rain or snow, oh. mind you. And so that is that. So what are your thoughts on this, David? Do you think this is sex trafficking? Well, let's look at this. First of all, a lone woman is probably going to struggle to kidnap someone inside another vehicle and bundle them away. Mm -hmm. Secondly, if you're going to be as you're not going to drive close behind them and honk your horn. That's the, You, you want to sneak up on them in a dark and parking lot or something you know you don't run them off the road where there's cameras everywhere and make yourself and just then await the authorities to turn up and recognize your number plate yeah so one i would... think i think this is the paranoid ravings of a delusional maniac okay well keep in mind this is also a like third hand story so her sister she's speaking oh, for yes. her sister who yes. told her that this is what happened and i'm with you on this one so let me get this straight so this woman is follow like so she thinks she's being followed by this woman, and the woman's driving around beeping and following her in circles. So that just doesn't again, like you said, if you're gonna kidnap somebody, I feel like you should probably keep a you local plan it in advance and you sneak up on them. You don't honk your horn and make yeah. it absolutely hey, obvious. Hey, hey kidnap her, pull yeah. over, kidnap her. No, you don't understand. We got a Russian oligarch on a yacht. He needs you, okay? We're yeah. trying to sex traffic you. I need you to, to just get, get out of your car, mom, and get in the trunk of my car, please. Yeah, just hurry up. You know, oh, maybe you didn't see me. I'll just honk louder and then drive like a fucking lunatic. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's what happens. And right. in case you well, in case you don't know, I'm armed with colorful language. <laughs> yes. So uh, that seems implausible at best. It just seems something off about that. Uh, I would argue. Preposterous. That most times when I've seen people like this, especially at 1230 at night when that many people are out on the road, if they're honking and doing stuff like that, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm willing yeah. to bet either this person's a psychopath, like whatever happened to just plain old psychopaths? Like that one was a crazy Could have bitch. just been a drunk driver or somebody who they cut up or at an drunk. intersection. It was just raw road rage is much more likely, isn't it? Yeah, like whatever happened to just crazy bitches? Like she's just a crazy yeah. bitch who's, who's a, who, who, she's a woman driver. She doesn't have that going for her. So she's out yeah. on the road 
late night, honking her horn, acting like an asshole. Uh, maybe this is a road rage thing. We don't know what the yeah. other woman did before because this is a third-hand story, okay? Exactly. But where on Somebody God's... said, at least, somebody in the comments said, at least it's a bit different. Normally, it's somebody on a mobile phone in the frozen food aisle, isn't it? <laughs> this is a very different one. But question, yeah. why do they always default to sex trafficking? Like, why? Yeah. Why is that always the thing? It's, like, it's insane, isn't it? You, yeah, you know the principle. You know the principle of Occam's razor, don't you? Where the simplest explanation is the most likely. And why do they default? You're quite right to the most outrageous, the most unlikely explanation. Well, that's a good question, and I think the answer is in her paragraph there because she says at the end that again, be careful. I've read some stories similar to this happening at the Woburn Market Basket, the Woburn Bertucci's. Oh. Ooh. In uh, in the Burlington Mall, okay. Oh, so yeah, a yeah, translation, yeah. she read other posts from the Pumpkin Spice Mafia, from and was lunatic. one of these idiots who blindly showed. Oh my God! Watch out! Sex trafficking is real. Now let me just say this: I've shared some of these on my page, and even my followers sometimes are like, "Don't you? You know, I'm usually with you, Turtle Boy. Uh, you know, you I like it when you call out the ratchets and the bad guys, but she's just trying to bring awareness to this, and you're attacking her. It's like no, 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 time out, time out, time out, time out, time out. She's not doing that, okay? What she's yeah. doing, she's doxing somebody. She posted somebody's goddamn license plate, who for all we know could be completely innocent. We don't know this. You weren't there. Yeah, okay? absolutely. No, no, the, the, well, the, police, the police determined they were innocent, that's for sure. Yeah, if they, if they were so bad, if they had like ropes and shit in their backyard for, you know, back, uh, back of the car for sex trafficking and like, you know, a shovel maybe and some yeah, lime. Yeah. Yeah. Then you might then you might Ignite. have an argument yeah. there that like, okay, this might be sex trafficking. Maybe, mm, maybe. Mm, mm. But it was just a woman in a Mazda. Like, and what yeah, they're gonna bring that's the, really scary, like, isn't it? <laughs> is this like the JV squad of of uh kidnapping and sex trafficking? Like you need someone sex trafficked, right? So you're the Russian oligarch and you need something, you know, you need a couple whores for your boat, whatever you need yeah. some sex. Who do you send out? You send out a five foot three, 120 pound woman in a Mazda because nothing speaks. Yeah. I'm going to take you away forever like a small woman in a Mazda. And again, I don't know that much about sex trafficking, but I would assume the ideal sex trafficked woman would be like, you know, a Genetti pass around, you know, like somebody who's who's gone through they would fucking be certainly easier to bundle into the back of a car. Well, yeah, and they would be, you know, they would be, they're not going to fight as much. Yeah, the, problem, like they, the problem with people that passed around by Giannetti is they're usually dead afterwards, so they're not much good to the oligarch. Yes, that's true. The Russian oligarch is not going to pay top dollar for, uh, for Mike Giannetti's yeah. yeah. leftovers. Yeah, that's a good point. So anyway, so she says, um, th uh, let's read some of the comments here. Can we scroll to some of those comments? Does that, oh, here they are. Okay, let me pull these up. Oh, just, you know, there's two other things they're doing as well as believing the, the word of other pumpkin spice mafia. One is um, they're becoming part of the story. They're inserting themselves into a sex trafficking story, which makes it all exciting and important. So they're making themselves important. And secondly, and this is the bad side of it, which is why we're right to call about this. They're spreading fear where no fear actually exists or no reason for fear exists. So they're actually, you know, you know they're actually and making things worse. Yeah, and this is why I always. First of all, why do I write about this? First of all, it's funny. Okay, like, ooh, it's funny. Ooh. Sorry, this shit's. This, I'm an entertainment. I'm an entertainer, right? Like it's I do news. Very funny. But I do entertainment, right? This shit's fucking hilarious. Okay, so she's like, 
you're reading these comments and Sam, Simmy, Simmy, Brito said, that's terrible. I'm glad she made it home safe. So awful. Alana was smart not to go to your house, but call 911. Glad she's all right. Glad she's okay. I know one thing though, she would give them hell for sure. That's what she would give them hell for sure. No, she would not. She fucking ran. She's not like, she's a (laughs) tough girl. Oh, shut up. Okay. Wow. That's scary. Oh my God. When it comes down to facing small women in Mazda, she is tough. She doesn't back down. Should have come here. No. Did the cops see this person? And then she's like, yes. She tried to tell the person that Alana was following her instead. Because of privacy reasons, the police couldn't give out the name of the person. So the other woman claimed that a lot, her sister was chasing her down. So, oh, there's another side oh. to the story. How about that? That's interesting. And guess what? Neither side is sex trafficking. Yeah. So imagine, imagine the Mazda lady turned it around to her. Actually, yeah. I was the one being sex trafficked. That bitch yeah. is trying to traffic me. And I read about it on Facebook last week, so it must be true. Yeah, it must be. Because I was I was in the Woburn market, market basket only 10 minutes ago, and that's a hotbed of trafficking. Yeah, so much traffic. I mean, it, two highways so go trafficking. They yeah. intersect, you know, 95 or oh, 93 meters. If there's anywhere sure. you're going to get traffic from, that's where it is. Totally, totally. So anyway, um, there was no harm conducted by the person. They were allowed to go. Be careful. So like, a.k.a. Nothing happened at all, and this got shared. Doesn't it? I'm gonna see is this chick still on Facebook? Like, she, I don't think she took her post down. Let me see. Usually, they t- okay, let's see her. her Facebook post is oh, it's still fucking up. Oh my god, it's still up. Oh my gosh, so nothing has happened at all. Yeah. Like, she learned has, has no one tagged the story into the comments because that's what I'm normally gonna, gets it taken well, down. She, well, she doesn't have an open page, so she probably uh, it, it's got it's got four thousand shares. I'm gonna Jesus, her. see four thousand shares. Yeah, that's 4, just insane, isn't it? But you know what? That's almost good marketing. I like you know, like we're having trouble like getting the uh, turtle Publish, boy. Yeah, yeah. Perhaps you, you put go, up a, a traffic. Yeah, put up a story about you being followed by a couple of Uzbeks in uh, Dollar Tree, and now you're in, man. Yeah. Now we're getting somewhere. Now we're thinking this is good marketing. I'm, yeah. I'm, how about, I, I'm please share, that. please share, okay. be aware. The, 100, the 160 people watching, don't tell anybody, but this is going to, we're going to test this out. Okay. No, seriously, you can't tell anyone. Um, so I'm just going to write like maybe on Monday, be like, oh my God. Okay. Went to fucking Big Y to get some stuff for Super Bowl. And oh my God, almost got sex traffic, guys. Please be aware thoughts and prayers i was there with my son and somebody looked at me and he was almost sex trafficked he was on a mobile phone he was on a mobile phone yes (laughs) dude i could probably get like a thousand new likes in one day that would be awesome because a few few of us would just share it for devilment anyway and then it just goes out into the world and multiplies I'm going to really do that. I'm going to see. Do it. Do a story out. like that. The turtle riders will share it. And let's see not, who else. Yeah, then not even a story, just a Facebook, a Facebook page, a post, you know? Yeah, oh my God. Facebook, Facebook or post, yeah. you can just say about your sister or something like my sister. Cause that's all she did. Yeah. My sister, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, it doesn't okay. even have to be about you. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's get the next one up. Shall we? Can we get speak? The thing speaking about of sex trafficking, trafficking, speaking of sex trafficking, it's actually real. Apparently, uh, and if you want to know what real sex trafficking looks like, we're going to find out in this blog, which took a big left turn out of Quincy when I started doing research on this one. So I got sent this story by her, this woman's friend. So this woman named Jennifer Jordan, her friend sends me this story. And there's Jennifer Jordan. 
you know, your typical Quincy trash skanko, whatever mom, single mom living her best life, doing her thing. And she's a recovering, whatever, a 23 year old slug pump who uh, she's got uh, a disease. Yeah. Yeah. She went out to a bar called Coops in Quincy and uh, she claims that she got jumped by a gang of racist waitresses. So let me read this post to yeah, you. Yeah, that, that, that always happens. In a Quincy Facebook group. So let me read this. Sharing for a friend who's not in the group but is hoping people will think about reconsidering giving this place their business after her experience Saturday night, Coops Bar and Grill. I was assaulted by three of the waitresses and bartenders after paying my tab before they were closing. It, I was in it with a group of friends. A few had already left, but I was still there with two guy friends paying the bill. Our waitresses came back over after I paid the bill and was very aggressive, saying the tip I gave her wasn't enough for the amount the bill was. She was tipped between 15 and 20%. I checked the receipt after all this to make sure. Okay, stop right there, David. So this does already doesn't make sense. So she's there with two oh. guys. The waitress comes over yeah. after she paid the bill and oh. was aggressive saying the tip I gave her wasn't enough for the amount of the bill. What does that even mean? It wasn't enough for the amount yeah. of the bill. I have never heard, on, and I've been both sides of the coin. I've worked behind bars. Not in prison, I hate to add. I mean, serving behind bars. And um, you, I have never gone to a tip and go, well, that's not enough of a tip. A tip is a tip is a tip. You know, some people are generous. Some people aren't so much. Particularly well, in have... the UK. But, but so she must... whoever, she must... never, a waitress, has, I've never seen anyone go back and go, that wasn't enough. Of a well, tip. Unless, of a unless, tip. unless, like, let's say the bill is, you know, $100. Yeah. yeah. And, they, and she left. $50, but she left a $20 tip. Yeah. So she, I, I think that's what, to me, that's what it sounds like, right? Yeah, like she's they, like, they hadn't covered the bill, let alone the oh, tip. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we, yeah, we got the tip. We got the 20%. Now you're just missing the bill part the, where you pay the, for the food. All the and drinks. Beer. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so that costs money too. So thank you for the tip. I appreciate that. But actually the tip doesn't go to me. It actually goes to this and then I get the tip. Okay. Yeah. So apparently... And you know she didn't pay card, obviously, because card would just pay for it all. So it must have been cash only. So this ratchet's going in there with cash and, uh, you know, decides that this is, uh, she's just going to pay a portion of it, I guess. So she goes on and she says, uh, the way she was talking to me because of her issue with the tip and hearing a waitress mention anything about how much they got back for a tip was a first for me. It escalated as soon as I said something back that she didn't like. I took my phone out and started recording a video because I had a feeling something was going to happen. So stop right there. Stop right there. So she says she says something the waitress doesn't like to hear. So AKA she probably called her a skank hoe or something, something really ratchet. Mm -hmm. And then she takes her phone out and starts taping. Okay. You start doing that. It's like an escalate, like you're going, oh my God, I'm going to start taping you. I can't have a civil conversation with you. So I'm going to start, you're going to be on Twitter and Facebook and I'm going to make you famous. You pulled one of those things. Yeah. So I don't believe that for a second that that is what, like that. So to me, to me, I'm picturing what's happening while she's explaining this. And I think that, do you agree that seems to be what happened here? Yeah. The, the, the story just doesn't ring true for a moment one. Yeah. So she goes, um, once she saw I was recording, she grabbed my phone out of my hand. Next thing you know, I'm on the floor being hit multiple times in the head by her. 
So I've never heard of this before. Like the waitress kicks your ass. Yeah, the, there's not the a big. Wages. There's not. There's not a big series on one of the channels called "When Waitresses Attack," is there? Because <laughs> when waitresses it's not a common thing. Ass when waitresses <laughs> whoop that ass. So she was whooping that ass, and once she saw. Uh, next thing you know, there were two other employees who started hitting me in the head and kicking or punching my body with this woman at the same time. So this story just got crazier. So now this woman is beating the shit out of her. And then the two other waitresses jump in and they start kicking the shit out of her too. I don't know about this story, David. It seems a little... A little I, preposterous I, again, isn't yeah, it? It's, it seems far... I mean, this is like the most... I've never been to Coops in Quincy. I understand some turtle riders have. This sounds like the most gangster bar of all time. If this is like well, the, I mean, the wait, waitresses don't fuck around there. You talk shit to yeah, them. Absolutely. Yeah, you finna catch these hands. I mean, you know, when, we, when, we have, when we have gang trouble in the UK, it's usually the waitresses. You know, I know you have the Bloods and the Crips over there, but we have um, the waitresses and, of course, the, uh, the, head, the, the, the waitresses, dog. And the hairdressers. That's the other mission gang that go, go around mugging people, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, they give you Those the hairdressers. Oh, yeah. More so, of that anyway, later. Yeah, more than that. <laughs> exactly. Um, so, anyway... Let's see. There were two other employees who started hitting me in the head and kicking me uh, with this woman. I'm obviously unable to get up or defend myself, and I felt hopeless. I was the only girl. My friends had already left. I'm 115 pounds. I don't fight. I find it hard to believe. Uh, yeah, right. hard to believe. Or rarely go out or drink, for that matter. I find that hard to believe. This was inside the restaurant. Everyone stood there watching it happen, some taking videos, posting it online, instead of trying to help me or call the police. Quincy police were able to tell me they had no calls reporting the incident Saturday night. One of the employees who just helped uh, basically jumped me, grabbed me, and drags me into the bathroom, offering to help clean me up. What? And demands me to delete the videos I recorded. So this woman who just beat your ass is like, yo, oh, honey, let me go clean you up. Yeah, that's what they go. do. They smack the bejesus out of you, and then they go, well, oh, there you go, oh, and, and here's a Band-Aid. Yeah, here you go. Yeah, just delete those videos. Yeah. I said I would yeah. absolutely not delete those videos. Can we be at BFFs now? Yeah, and if it weren't, what did she say? If it weren't for the videos, then, um, let's see, I would not delete, and if it weren't for the videos, and if it, uh, I took, and other people standing around getting entertainment, these people would probably get away with this. The guy friend I had still been there with saw her forcing me into the bathroom and got me out of there. Then we left immediately. People can get crazy at bars. They run their mouth or get loud, causing problems. We've all seen it. A physical altercation being assaulted by a woman who worked there speaks volumes. These are 45 to 50-year-old women acting ratchet and ghetto, unlike her. Looking for a fight with a 23-year-old, and they made all <laughs> shit happen. This is they weren't what? just young waitresses either. They were 45 no, no. to 50. They were a couple of gray-haired oh, no. old grannies with clean that got... crap out of her. <laughs> you got your ass whooped by the Golden Girls, in Qu the Quincy version of the Golden Girls. Like, what's it? That's it. Absolute, oh, absolute man. Uh, so this experience makes me sad knowing this is something to be worried about happening if I want to go out and enjoy myself on a weekend night. Yeah, that's what's going to happen. Like, you Whoa. go out to the bar. This is this is common now. You just go out to the car, and then sometimes the waitresses beat your ass. Sometimes that's it. it happens. The, I've, I mean, the I've middle, been to middle-aged waitresses, yes. I've been to a lot of bars. Not only have I never gotten beat up by a gang of waitresses, I've also never witnessed it happening to anyone Never else. seen it. Never seen never it. Never seen it. No, never seen no. it. So yeah, that's that's odd. Is it is it weird that I'm slightly aroused at the idea of getting slapped around by a couple of forty five year old waitresses? That would do it for me, I tell you. 
Have you seen some of them, David? I think oh, that I is never a thought of that there. Which it's town is Quincy. this again? It's, it's Quincy. Quincy. Oh, it's yeah. Quincy. yeah. That's what, a hard pass all of a sudden. Yeah. Yikes. Big yikes. <laughs> every, I mean, every chick there looks like an extra from like, they look some, like, you know, from the like Homer, Homer Simpson's sisters in law, Selma and Patty. Well, <laughs> like, yeah, like the chick from the town that like Ben Affleck. You know, she's hung up on Ben Affleck, and she she doesn't like that he went for the Harvard chick. She doesn't oh, like that. She. she thinks she's fucking smarter than me, doesn't she? Because she <laughs> went to Harvard. She thinks she's better than me. She's not even from Quincy. What the fuck <laughs> is she even doing at this back? Why don't you go back to Chicago or wherever you came from? Because we don't want your trash. You think you're better than me? Why? Because I do heroin? Huh? You yeah. think you're better? You think you're better than me because of that? Well, you're not. You're not. Like every Mark Wahlberg film you've ever seen. Yeah, basically. Basically. Yeah. Brenda Marshall makes a good point. She said all the guy friends had left, and then one of them rescued her from the bathroom. So she can't even get the story straight, can she? No, she can't. She can't. So she says, um, I go home in this condition, barely. Uh, she goes, I'm a mom myself. And I have a toddler to get home to. Words are words. I would never in my life think by going out for the night while my daughter is with her father, I go home in this condition, barely able to lift my head off the pillow because of these employees. This business will 100% suffer the consequences. And I hope no one else or whatever. And then she posts the goddamn pictures. Can we see these pictures? There, there we go. So, oh. yeah, like the, the eye picture, okay. And if we scroll down... Okay, so let's check out the actual video. Oh, oh, there's a thing she, oh yeah. So her, which this broke proves nothing. Broken nail. The face doesn't even look that bad, to be perfectly honest oh, with you. Yeah, makeup. She's, it could be. A, uh, oh, if there it. was a fight, I'm not sure she's telling the whole truth about the altercation. Let's put it that way. Now here's the. So here's what happens. Video number one. So there's no sound in this one, but you see there. See, there's one woman. And so the waitress is beat like she's some sort of altercations happening there with the waitress and the woman. We don't see what happens before that. Also, she's not filming this because she's the one no. in the altercation with the uh, waitress and the other waitresses are trying to pull her off. That should be noted. Okay. So that's a lie. So this whole thing about, I got jumped by the waitresses, your own video that you posted and we're supposed to like destroy this bar now to defend your ratchet honor mm, mm, mm. is just debunked completely by you. So where, where are the other people coming to the rescue if she was since being so hard done by? It's another good question. And this is like the waitress from the perfect storm. That's exactly what it is. Like so many, <laughs> so many movies like that. All right. Let's see scene uh, number two, the video number two. <laughs> Look at him! Out! Out! Look at him! <laughs> out! 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 Get out! Oh. Oh. Okay, so it turns out the guy in the green hat, by the way, uh, works for uh, Coops, and the other guy was the one that she was friends with there. So that woman right there, by the way, I mean, that, that woman's great. That's what I mean by... <laughs> I'm sure she's a nice lady, uh, but she was not. Ha she was not falling for this woman's bullshit. She's like, "Oh no. my god, I'm she bad." She does not look impressed, does she? And and all, she just had one word, out, out, out. 
And I'm with you, Brie. It's like, why was the 23-year-old there? Like, this seems like an older person's bar. Well, because she, she wants to get drunk, obviously. Yeah. And she's but she had the toddler at home, yeah. For some reason, yeah. Like, that's the other thing. You left the daddy at home and you're out with some guys getting drunk. Cool story. Uh, but the, you could tell just by the woman's reaction that, like, this, whatever this woman had done, she had lost sympathy from everyone in that bar and nobody felt bad for her at all. No. So let's see no. video number three. I love that one. Really desperate where a girl as white as she clearly is from her profile and pictures okay. tries to play a race card. Unbelievable. So, can I just say I love that woman? <laughs> that woman is like if Quincy had a mascot, it would be this woman. I love this woman. She's just like, <laughs> okay, you're white as white can be. Get out. <laughs> Get out. So you hear a voice say in the background, you're black. You're going to play that card. <laughs> oh my God. That, that woman is the official mascot of Quincy. God bless her soul. And I, I mean, she looks like my type. I'm going to be honest, Dave. She looks like my type of broad. Like she looks like the oh, type yeah. of woman. Like that's my demographic right there. So I don't want to shit on it. Like that's like. She's she. I bet she's a good person. I bet she's cool, and she's not putting up with this woman's bullshit. She's not falling for whatever bullshit this woman was selling about. Like, what the fuck? She's and saying, she wasn't going to back down. You know, it was like fuck your customer service. You're in the wrong here, lady, and I'm going to tell you straight. <laughs> that's Katie. Is who's Katie? That's her name. Can we get her on? Can we get her on? Anybody know her, her name? Let's get her on. She's like little wanna... cadet says he loves her in a non-sexual way. Well, I think we like her in a sexual way as well. What did she say one more time? Can I hear that video one more time? That last one. Down? Go for it. Go for it. I got. I want to hear that one more time about exactly what they say. Oh, you're black. You're black. You're black. Get out of the restaurant because you're as white as white can be. And I don't know if you heard what she said there before that. So the woman, she says to the woman, I, I I transcribed it, and the bouncer says, "You're black." So she goes, "You're black. She, You're gonna play means, that race card." <laughs> before the video started filming, she must have said, "You're kicking me out because I'm black." Okay, just for clear, just because you blow a lot of black guys, that doesn't actually make you black. Okay, honey, I'm sorry. Like, not that there's anything wrong with that. Okay, but that doesn't actually make you black. Just to clarify, uh, oh. and then and then she says, "What are you mad about?" Because I'm pretty, <laughs> it's like, oh, no. yeah, that's why she's mad, or maybe because you started a fight with a fucking waitress and you didn't pay your goddamn fucking bill. And the waitress says, You're really pulling that card, get out of the restaurant because you're as white as white can be. Give me my fucking phone, bitch. And then their ass gets tossed out. Okay, so then nice. we read about what actually happened there. And this yes, is, yes, are, the are there other comments from other people who were present? I believe, yeah, yeah, and so. Let's see. Let me read this. Uh, oh, wait. People in the comments were present there? No, on the, on the Facebook page. People started responding, didn't they, to her Oh, they original... did? I... Yeah. Oh, oh. so this... Oh, not on my page, on her post. No, 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 no. No, on, on the original post. On the original post, actually, most people were, like, supportive of her. But, oh, oh right. Gosh, that's horrible. I'm like, nobody's going to question this? Okay. <sighs> and so this is what one guy actually posted. He goes, my friend was there watched it all she didn't leave a tip and her friends bailed before paying 
They were ah. being ratchet all night, and the waitress asked her to leave, and she started a scene and got beat up and was embarrassed because people were recording it. She approached the waitress arguing first, and she got dropped and beat up by one older woman. <laughs> and the two other girls working broke it up, and that the video confirms that. Their own video evidence. No one helped her because they all said she deserved it. She was in there acting up for hours, okay? So anyway... I, I do a little digging on this woman, and there's a there's a twist to this that I did not see coming. Sex trafficking. This, this is, came this, out of left field, didn't it? This totally came out of left field. So I googled Jennifer Jordan's name, and in twenty uh, I think eighteen, a couple of years ago, she was arrested for sex trafficking because her and a woman named Mirabel Billings and another guy named Jaquan, the three of them were enlisted. By a 52-year-old wealthy, he must be wealthy, business owner in Cape Cod named Patrick McDowell. And there he is right there. Let me see Patrick McDowell. There he is. So Patrick McDowell, from, from the police report, is the owner of PKM Contractors. And let's see what he did exactly. So he would pay women or pay these people to get women to have sex with them. So he goes... Nickerson did so. Here's the summary McDowell had sexual encounters with women aged 17 to 19 between October uh, of 2017 and early January 2018. They would come to his house in Dennis or meet him in hotels. He would give them drugs for the sexual encounters in return, or he would pay them large sums of money. Two of the oh. victims were 17 at the time they met McDowell. There were incidents where these women were asked to have sex with other men. So they pulled an Abrams here with, uh, oh, while McDowell oh. just watched. Uh, Rothstein alleged that Montero, Billings, and Jordan were paid by McDowell to procure the women. Because I mean, that's a good point. I mean, so so here's, here's what sex trafficking actually looks like. It's not shady Eastern Europeans hanging around in right. Dollar Tree. It's right. people you know offering you drugs and large sum of money to shag old men. That's it. That's it. That's literally that's, that's what, what it really looks like. That's what real sex trafficking is. Some crazy barfly is like, you know, hey, that you know, I know you have a bad, you know, addiction to OCs. I can get you a whole bunch of OCs. You just got to come blow this guy real quick. Yeah. He's, he's, he's a bit fat. He's an Irish. He's, an Irish. he's Irish. He's in construction. Yeah. But, yeah. Don't worry about it. A lot of money. Just close your eyes, suck his dick, and it'll everything. Think of will be England. Fine. Yeah. Think of it. Think of the Queen. Think of Happy Thoughts. Just think go of all your, the OCs. Go to your happy place while he, you're gonna get while so he finishes off on your face. Just, yeah, when you're fucking tripping your balls off later, none of this will matter. So just have a great time. That's what actual sex trafficking looks like. And exactly. the victims of it sex is not, trafficking... It is not shady, shady Uzbeks in the, in the frozen not, food aisle. No, it's just fucking crackheads who get <laughs> taken advantage of. And of course, this guy, Patrick McDowell, like... You know, he's a businessman. He's not going to know where to find any of these people. I don't know where he knows Jaquan from because Jaquan is a fucking criminal too. And obviously, mm. Jennifer Jordan is a crackhead. Jaquan. And, now, he could play the race card, I'm sure, with a name like that. I mean, let's look at J Can we show Jaquan's picture there? Yeah, like if, I, ah, if, I, if, yeah. if I'm Patrick McDowell and I need some crack whores, Right? That's who I turn to. I'm going to this. I'm going to this guy. Yeah. This guy looks don't, like he can hook it up. Don't go I don't to Giannetti. Know. This guy will provide live yeah, like, living oh, women to yeah. yeah. Go to Giannetti, they're not gonna have a pulse. It's not gonna be nearly no. as fun. No, not no. nearly as fun. So uh 
there he is with his freaking guma. No, I'm going to Jaquan. He brings live bait. <laughs> anyway, so that's what actual sex trafficking looks like. Okay. So why don't we go on to the next, for the next story, Deb, can we go to that one that I just did about the Lunenburg water thing? Let's talk about some, Oh God, I don't want to say the magic. So many words you can't say here, yeah. but uh, COVID stories. Okay. Cause this is just, this is new. Virus, I just this one virus stories. Virus. Yeah. Just being generic virus. Could be any virus. 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 virus correct. He's rich. If you were a rich pervert, would you do anything different? Yes, seven pounder. Yes. I would. Yes, I'd go to bars and pick them up myself. Yeah, or just like you know, hook up with somebody who's not addicted to drugs because yeah. you're rich, and they'll come to you. Like you'll be okay. Yeah. What do you? And he's got a girl. He had a hot. He had a hot fucking girlfriend too. That chick was hot. He he, he paid them five thousand dollars at one point. Do you know what kind of hooker you can get for five thousand dollars? You don't need a, a wasted drug at it you can get top of the range for five thousand dollars a night or, you know. just like, or just like a person with a soul you can yeah. get that and, so, and yeah. a pulse yeah yeah and a pulse yeah so anyway uh here's a nice nice lady from lunenburg uh if we can scroll down here her name she's a mother i think she has two or three kids um i think the oldest is in fifth grade i'm assuming because they're 10 uh her name's ashley and she made boston 25 news because she, uh, because her kid, what got in trouble at school and didn't get in trouble at school. Her kid oh, was coming she home. She blew the whistle, didn't she? Yeah. Right. She blew the whistle. So, uh, she came home. Their kid was coming home with a water bottle full of water. Now, my daughter brings a water bottle to school every day too, because ever since COVID, Ooh. like at Davis Hill Elementary, they've shut up. They shut off the bubblers. I don't know. You, we call them bubblers here, David. They're water fountains. You call them fountains? Yeah, fountains. Fountain, yeah. yeah. So they shut them off because I mean, whatever, like, I mean, it's probably, you know, I would think in the era of COVID that those would be a prime area. I don't really know how science works, but you know, the, the bubblers would be a, a way that it could spread. They're kind of gross anyway. School bubblers. Yes, yes. When I was in school, you know, put your gob around the tap that everyone else has had their gob around. We're back into sex traffic. Now, we? Yeah. <laughs> those bubblers in school, man, were fucking filthy. The water was all unhygienic. Yeah. It's warm. And there was no flow. Right, you no, know, which no pressure, no pressure. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and and so now, you know, people bring their own water to class, and it was so when I was, you know, I'm a I'm a coach first, right, and then I was a teacher, mm. and you know, we're we're running a lot of miles, right? We're doing cross country, we're doing a lot of miles, and yep. you, you need it's not enough to just you know stretch and stuff. You have to properly hydrate the entire day. You should drink a gallon of water every day. I try to, and like water is the best thing on earth for everyone it's so good for you it flushes out your system oh, man we're about it's got, we're about 80 percent water as, as human beings anyway aren't we yeah it's got no calories you know it's nope. it's great it's it's good love water so you know i encourage kids to drink it and to me if you're in class and you're trying to take notes and you know we're going pretty fast if you miss if you go to the bathroom you're going to miss shit right and so i don't want kids to miss class so you should bring a water bottle to class. It's like, it's perfect. You know, kids take a sip. What do I care if I'm the teacher? Like you're, you're not on your phone. You're drinking. It's like you're distracted. You're taking a sip. It's fucking water. Everyone should drink water. This should not be at all controversial in any way whatsoever. But apparently 
in Lunenburg, it is. So this woman's daughter gets in trouble. It doesn't get in trouble. She comes home and, and she hasn't been drinking all her water. And her mom's like, what's up with that? Why aren't you drinking the water? And she's like, she tells her mom, they make us go outside the classroom to drink water. And I don't, I'm, I'm a good student. I don't want to leave the class and make a scene. Um, so, so if you want to have, you're sitting at your desk, you're some kid in the fifth grade in Lunenburg and you want to have a sip of your water. You can't just put your mask on and take a sip because David, you, if you, you have the virus in you and then it could get out. Now keep in mind, all the other children in the class are forced to wear masks. The teacher, there's like a 98% chance the teacher is jabbed. So the, the, if the jab works and masks work, then nobody in the class should have any fear of that spreading. If you're, if the girl taking the water has COVID in her system somehow and lets it out there, everyone should be good because they're all protected, right? Yep. Yep. Yeah, and and but, here's the thing, <coughs> excuse me. Oh, only, speaking of water. <coughs> yeah. I need some water. Have, um, yeah. Have some water. I shall have a sip. It's 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 kind of water. It's mostly water. It's about four and a half percent alcohol. But it's, hang on. Oh, there you go. Mm. Yeah. I mean, the thing that's going on is that either all the precautions work, in which case, what are you worried about? Mm -hmm. If they don't work, then why are you letting people mingle and mix in schools? Right. And see, we've all known pretty much from day one that kids. If they're young and they're healthy, and they don't have any comorbidities or anything like that, it doesn't even hurt them. No. It's like they'll be fine. Like all my kids had COVID. Like it's what, cool. What we're like, actually doing is, is kowtowing to the paranoid fears of, of the teachers. So Teresa says this was a DESD rule. Kids says, no, they did not. That was not actually a rule uh, because the mother looked into this. Yeah, and they claimed that, but it wasn't true. I wanted to get her on tonight, but uh, she is a little, uh, I think uh, people are in this day and age, they're so afraid they're going to lose their jobs. So I did speak to her. Um, I haven't checked my messages. Maybe she got back to me. I'm not sure, but she's a little hesitant about coming on uh, because everybody's worried about, you know, losing their job. Oh, she's messaging me right now. She said she'll call in. Let's get her on here. Oh, great. Okay. Hold on. We're going to, I'm going to, I'm going to send her a link. Hold on. I'm going to send her a link. To get the mom on, let's see. Invite, copy, click on this. She knows this more than me. Like she knows this issue so good. She was telling me about, like, um, that. Like, so she's researched all of the rules with this. It's not a rule. There's no rule that says the mother's going to call in a minute. There's no rule that says that. This, the kids in the classroom have to step outside to drink water because no other schools are doing this. Like I talked to people in other school districts. They're like, no, we don't do that. That's like, think of the science in this, David. So yeah, wait a minute. Yeah, yeah. So if you have COVID, right, yeah. you can go into the hallway and spread COVID there. It's okay. Yeah. The hallways are where everybody walks. Like every time you the can, bell rings, you can go to sporting <laughs> events with 70,000 people watching American football, you can do that. But you yep. can't you can't sit socially distanced in a classroom without having a mask on. Where's no, the consistency? No. All we really want is consistency, to be honest. 
step outside. Like that's absolutely freaking insane. Okay. Um, do we have her? Let's see. So she just called and messaged. Uh, does that work? She, we're going to try to get her on, but this makes no sense. Let me read the, uh, Prince of the superintendent's comment on this. She uh... says, she told me it's because there's a policy. They have to ask permission to leave the classroom. Um, she said the school district uh, was told students have to drink water in designated mask break zones, whatever that means. A child um, should be able to have a sip of water. I think putting a barrier on access to water is creating something that children have to overcome. Lunenburg Public School Superintendent Kate Burnham said her district is just following DESE guidelines, but that's not true. Students are not being denied access to potable water. One of the protocols included in our reopen plan was to have students just step outside the classroom door in order to remove their mask and take a drink from the refillable water bottle. In this way, the student is putting a brief mask break in Watergate. And why are they doing this? Well, she says the reason why is because that... Um, Burnham said her district based its COVID-19 safety protocols for the 2021 school year on DESE's guidelines and didn't feel the need to adjust the protocols oh, oh, for the 21-22 school year. Except, David, what happened between 2021 and, like, there's a there's a, ja a climax that came out, right? That's kind well, of a big was, thing. Yes. Because it and works. most people took it two or three times. Yeah. And of course, the other thing that happened was the virus mutated as well. And these are the same people that tell you that like, oh, the science changes. The science changes. Well, apparently in Lunenburg, it, it does. doesn't. They just, they just do the same thing. So I think we have Ashley. What's this, with us this town called Lunenburg? Lunenburg. Not, Lune, oh, not Lunenburg. Lunenburg. Okay. Is that my mistake? Welcome to the show, Ashley. How are you doing? Good. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. So um, tell me about, so the research that you went into this, is this a DESE rule? No. Um, and the reason I, I joined today is because I'm listening to your show and um, I think you have your perspective and a, a lot of political things around that. And there's a lot of people that have similar. But my approach to this has been all about what everyone tells us to do. Follow the guidelines, right? So all of our opinions aside, let's follow the guidelines. This is not a DESE guideline. That's it. No, it's not. And so this is just in Lunenburg, this is happening. I've never heard of any other towns doing this, ever. And that's why all of the news stations were calling me because they also have not heard anyone doing this. It's not a standard practice. I called 13 districts myself and could not find anything implemented around water at all. Nobody. So, I, I, I mean, it's because it's absurd. It's absolutely absurd. I did see in the comments a woman named Amanda... Lamaria said, I do this in my classroom. Water bottles stay in the hall. Kids ask, go get a drink and come back. Instead of trying to make something of an issue when it's not, this mom should teach her child the importance of advocating for herself. Asking your teacher to get a drink is certainly developmentally appropriate for a fourth grader. So what do you think of that? I am probably one of the strictest parents that I know. I and probably a little too uptight at times, to be honest. So I don't like soda. I don't like juice. I like my kids to eat healthy. I make them follow the rules. I make them do chores. Like I am pretty old school here. Everything that she said there is, oh, child's awake, is not appropriate in my eyes because water is a basic right. That's it. Yes. There's, there's nothing to talk about. There's nothing else talking. to talk about. Just drink, drink <laughs> yeah. water. And 
I, you know, I would argue that like it's so unfair to put that on this whole. My biggest beef with this whole pandemic is what it's done, the burden that we've put on children, like mm-hmm. the rules that adults don't have to follow, but kids do. There was this picture of Stacey Abrams without a mask on in a classroom last weekend in Georgia and all the kids had masks. I've seen that happen multiple times when that has happened. Uh, you know, the professional sports leagues and college sports leagues, the basketball players, they don't have to wear masks, but high school kids do. And so we've just put this, even in, in our town of Holden, right? We don't have a mask mandate in Holden, but the high school does like, cause it's DESE. So we've put mm-hmm. the, like, so I can go, kids can go into Walgreens or wherever, any place in Holden without a mask on, but except for their school, they can't. And so we're just putting this horrible burden on children and it's 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 one of those things I think we're going to look back on and be like, remember that time that definitely, we denied- definitely, yeah. Remember that time and the, we denied- what, denied the, the right what, to drink water. Sorry, right. what the what they're also doing as well is no one's looked at the impact on the mental health of children not being in school, the protection that affords to vulnerable children as well not being in school, and you know all the other stuff that's come out of it. Say no, 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 it's got to be all about the virus, and they're not looking at other sides of their welfare that had been disproportionately affected in in a negative yeah. way. So it's funny you say that because a lot of my job is actually around that. I work in healthcare quality, um, and I study data and I gather it to see what are the needs in our community, and that is around basic needs, so access to water, food, transportation, healthcare. Uh, behavioral health services, education, those are all basic needs, basic necessities. They're called SDOH. So a lot of my role actually revolves around just this. So wherever we can remove barriers, mm-hmm. we should be doing that. Water, there's no barriers around water. Why there shouldn't, shouldn't be, be yeah. a conversation? No. It's ridiculous that we're having yeah. this conversation. Yeah. <laughs> no, it I is. Think, what's the, angering the, amount, the people? Sorry, Gaden, go on. Well, the amount of people, what I was most deterred about was the amount of people in the comments i thought we would all agree when we saw this headline that's ridiculous but unfortunately a lot of people kind of missed the big point about this and let me read some of these comments go on to the next one uh, so this is the teacher that was whatever the next woman I, I really got annoyed by this woman's comment her name is susan crandall and she says teach her how to follow simple rules that don't hurt her especially during difficult times well she is okay it'll and enough with the difficult times thing. This is, it shouldn't be difficult. Like we're the ones that are making it difficult. Okay. It'll make her resilient. And that's what really pissed me off when I read that. I am so sick and tired of adults telling children that, Oh, it's okay. You're resilient. It's okay. If we mask you, it's okay. If we, you know, don't let you go to school and see friends because you're resilient. No, I'm so sick of that. Like telling that being our excuse for doing this to kids. Well, they're resilient. Well, no, it's not. You didn't have to be resilient when you were a kid. You didn't have to, you got to drink water when you were a kid. And it's, it's just so on. Do you, do you agree? I mean, do you, are your kids resilient? Um, my opinion is I, I'm not, I, you know what? I'm not sharing my opinion. Okay. I, you know, right. Okay. You know, so I, I am keeping my opinion to myself. I have my opinion. I'm sure it's very clear what my opinion is around this, but I'm going to go by the guidelines. So that's what I'm doing. And there's no guideline around this. So it should not be implemented. Um, As far as saying my children should be taught to follow the rules. 
my children are following the rules. And I told them to continue to follow the rules um, unless of course they're denied, you know, the permission. It doesn't mean that this is right. So I'm mm. also teaching my children that if you have questions around something, it's okay to ask, which is what I did. I went to the superintendent and I said, hey, where is this policy coming from? Where did you get this recommendation? I'm curious to look at the data. I specifically asked her to see the data, the recommendations, where mm. this came from. And I wasn't giving that. So I did the right things and I went to the right people. I asked the right questions. It took me 30 minutes to get a, an answer from Desi. So I should be hired by the school district. Yeah, uh, apparently. <laughs> I mean, well, you have, to get, you have to get a special haircut like all these other women. They, they all, oh. they, that's one thing I did notice. They all seem to have the same haircut. Some of these women, can we see some of those pictures, Deb scroll down? And can again, you, I am going to say nothing other than correct. you're here to talk, follow the guy. Now, let me oh. ask you this. I know. Cause this and is I Farrah Fawcett, 1977 haircut. Yes, basically. Now let me, I do kind of disagree with you on, on one thing is just the following the guidelines thing. Like if the guidelines don't make sense, I, I, I don't think we should follow. I mean, I, I, I disagree with like, for instance, today. So I go out, I live in Holden. We don't have a mask mandate here. West Boylston um, does have its neighboring town. They do have one. And so does Worcester. Mm -hmm. And so I go into a subway uh, to get food at like six o'clock. I go in there and it's a mask mandate town. And so I, I don't wear masks. So I go in there and they say, uh, do you have a mask? I'm like, no. And then he comes back a minute later with, from with a mask for me. And I'm like, Oh, I'm not, I'm not wearing that. I'm not, I'm not doing that. And he's like, well, you have to, I'm like, well, I just want to give you money. Like I have money in my pocket right now. I just want to give it to you. Would you like my money? Cause I'm not wearing that mask. And a smart business person in this case is just like, Oh yeah, yeah, sure. I'm like, cause there's a subway and hold it. I can go there without a mask on. I can just give them the money that I was going to give you. And moron was like, no. So, so to me, that's like an example of like, this is a stupid guideline. Not all guidelines are created equal. So I do disagree with you on that one, just to be clear. Yeah. You sound like a rule. Yeah, I think, honestly, I think there's I, a, yeah. Go ahead. No, I, I was going to say, I think the part of the problem is that there's been a lot all the way through the last two years of people in power saying, this is a case of, I'm saying it, you do it. And the guidelines aren't necessarily a reference point. It's do as I say. And then, not as I do. So look at Gavin Newsom and people like that. They're making yeah. these rules. They're not following them themselves. And the rules themselves were ridiculous to start with. Hmm. So are you, are, you a, are, you, are you a rule follower, Ashley? I am. Yeah. And that's fine. <laughs> I can't that's help good. it. Honestly, all the people saying that, you know, if anything, I'm, I'm, I'm uptight. I'm an uptight person. I'm, I'm also from a small town. Um, you know, I, I have my political beliefs and I was raised to keep them private. And yeah, I don't, I, I don't even know what know, they are, I, you know? You'll never yeah, be a teacher then. Yeah, no, no, I couldn't be probably any of these things. And honestly, I feel bad for the teachers too, because I, I feel too. like they're, they're put in a spot where, you know, and that's why some of these teachers are implementing this policy and some are not. Um, they have no guidance how to implement this. Some agree and some don't. It's just very unfair for everybody. And so that's why I think, when it, especially when it comes to our jobs, my job has protocols for everything and they're in place so that I know what I have to do. And if I don't agree with them, I'm sure I'm, I can find a different job that aligns with what I wanna do. Um, 
but I have guidance to follow and expectations that I'm supposed to meet. And I do that. That's my job. Everyone deserves that. So if you're going to implement a rule, then it should be based on something that is valid and there should be some sort of guideline around it. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what it is. So I, if you want to come over to my house and have a conversation about my beliefs, that's fine. I do that in private, but I don't share my opinion to the no. world. I'm not a crazy Facebook person, you know. Well, not, is- not crazy, but you were defending well, yourself very rigorously on that post and good for you. And I don't know how you kept your composure in there. I, I could not have the, the way you did. You were very composed. You were very Thank matter you. of fact, cause these people were trashing you. Like they're just like trashing your parenting. Like that's <laughs> what's that like? Like, tell me, how do you keep your composure when you see these strangers just cause they were doing that. Um, I'm confident in the words that I'm saying and I know what type of parent I am. So I could care less. I, know that I've worked hard for the life I have. I know that I have a good career and I know that my children are raised with love and respect for people. I know they're going to grow up and they're going to be good human beings in this world. Um, and I'm advocating for water. So I yeah. there could be like, there could be a debate around probably any other thing I say, yep. but not water. It's water. What the heck? Yeah. Why are we even talking? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> so- a lot, a, a lot of the people, right. were basically like, um, they didn't get it. The back in the day people were like, well, yeah. back in the day, we didn't even have, like, that's not the issue. First of all, we're not back in the day. We've yeah, evolved. Welcome. We've evolved since then. And congratulations. Like you also got spanked by the nuns back then. Yeah. Would you like us to bring that back through? No, we're not going to do that. Uh, and you know, the, you're missing the issue. The issue is this is absurd. Like if there were no COVID, they would be allowed to drink water right. bottles in the classroom. So that, yeah. that's the issue at hand. No, no. Like, hold on. Hold on. You know what the issue actually is? It's not about just COVID. They've been drinking water in the classroom. They, they've they been drinking water throughout the yes. whole school year. Oh. Up until. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. This is, so this this is, is just. They just randomly decided so that. Yes. They just <laughs> randomly started to enforce this. There must have been some sort of meeting where they're like, we need to crack down on this. Okay, so 18 months ago in a 50 page document, there was one sentence on page 15 that said something along the lines of water was going to be um, consumed outside of the classroom during mass breaks, 18 months ago. Um, for this entire school year, that has not been implemented. Not, not at all. After Christmas break, my daughter says that this has been implemented. So I've talked to an abundance of students or parents that are saying the same thing. Recent weeks, the school never told us that this is going to be re-implemented. When I called the superintendent's office because the school told me this was a policy and I didn't recall hearing about it, they said, this is not a policy. I said, well, the school thinks it is. This is, yes. Okay. The school thinks it's a policy. They said, no. So then I called a different district school and I asked them, is this a policy here? They said, yes. So I called the superintendent back and said, there's an issue. Is this a policy or not? They said, no. The next, or at three o'clock in the morning, 3.30 in the morning, the superintendent emailed me back and said, um, you know, she heard about my concerns and her office was correct. This is not a policy. It's a protocol. Oh, but, uh, 
What does that I mean? What's, what the hell is the difference between a policy and a protocol? It sounds like it's just a fancy, um, a fancier word for policy. Yeah. Protocol. Yeah. Oh, it's and, not, okay. Yeah. And so she's trying to say this has been implemented for 18 months where that's not true. It's just a whole cover up of a weird situation. I, I don't know the answers to it because they won't communicate with parents. Um, so, you know, here I am. It, it's just very strange. Actually unacceptable. So, well, thank you for advocating for your daughter and, 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 and highlighting this because this is absurd. And it, it sounds like in fairness that your coverage of this and your whistleblowing has, it sounds like they're going to have some sort of meeting about this in which they're likely going to say, this is a ridiculous thing. We need to let kids drink, let them drink water. Just let them drink right. water. It's, it's that simple. It's a human right. Let them drink water. Mm -hmm. so. mm -hmm. <laughs> All right. Thanks for, well, thanks well, for well, listening well, to me talk about water. <laughs> yes. Anytime. Good luck with the hydration. All right. Thank you. All right. Bye. Bye. All right. So anyway, um, yeah, let's get those likes up. Let's get some more likes in there. Can we get some more? How many likes we got so far? Um, we're up to 98. So let's keep them likes coming. All right. Um, Deb, let's see. What story do I want to go on to next? Why don't we do the... Let's talk about Michelle Wu. Can we bring that one up? Mr. Wu. Michelle Wu, about how she is deciding... Okay, this was just priceless, Dave. So, oh uh, man, yeah. Oh my goodness. So this is um, the May the DESE. I think on like Tuesday or something, they announced that they are quote unquote granting that uh, kids can take off their masks. Now I hated this. I I kind of hated the whole like, oh my god, thank you, blah blah blah, because it just leads credence that they had the right to do it in the first place. Like. No, they had no right to do this to your kids at all. And they did yeah, it. It should be about time too, you tyrants. Yeah. Yeah. And there was a debate. Remember, I was leading the Holden, the Wachusett version of the insurrection against masks in August. We were holding, going to school committee meetings. I was giving speeches. It was awesome. Yeah. And then, like, we were going to force the school committee to vote on whether or not they're going to mask our kids. They were probably going to vote yes. And the all of a sudden the DESE came in like a week before school started and said, well, we're going to make your choice easy. Everyone in the state is going to have to wear a mask until November 1st. And that turned into December 1st. That turned into January and then February. And then finally Baker's like, okay, we will let you do it. And it acts like, I feel like we shouldn't even give them the credit for that. Like making them think like, cause it makes them think they had the right to do it in the first place, but whatever I digress. Okay. Now I would like to point out, that this is going to become a talk about equity. Here I am talking about equity and inclusiveness, David, uh, diversity, equity, inclusion. I'm a, I'm a big DEI guy. And I see Ooh. that I, I quickly noticed my school district, which is overwhelmingly white. Uh, they immediately announced the superintendent that we will not be having masks. Okay. Cause it's up to local minute districts now to decide what they want to do our district is not going to do it and my daughter is so pumped she gets to go to school she's never been inside her school before without a mask on ever and she's so great excited. it's unbelievable never. she's never seen anyone smile she's pumped to go to school without her mask on okay and so and i'm pumped to see her i hate when she gets off the school bus every day with that stupid mask on and i gotta remind i go first thing i say is take off your mask just take it off I want to see your face. I want to see you smile. I want to, you know what I mean? Just take off the goddamn mask. Anyway, she's not going to have to do that anymore because she goes to a white school district, basically. If she was 
you know, a Puerto Rican version of, you know, Baby Turtle Girl and, you know, Bariqua Turtle Girl. And we lived El, in Worcester. El Turtolita, yeah. El Turtolita, yes. Pequeña. She would have to wear a mask because odd these urban school districts, which are overwhelmingly, um, you know, not white, they are forcing kids to continue to wear masks to school. So Ooh, basically, sounds a, sounds white, a little racist. White and and why here I am playing the, the race card, but the white Ooh. kids get to take their masks off, and the black and brown kids don't. And I'm and I'm I'm the one seeing. I'm I'm the one being like, uh, hello. This seems a little bit wrong, okay? And you knew they weren't going to do it. So this is, but how did they reach this conclusion? Well, we see how Michelle Wu, who is, I mean, she's been in office for a month and she is 10 times the abortion that I thought she could possibly be. I've never seen a, a bigger tyrant in my life, somebody who's more out of touch with regular people in my life. Keep in mind, we have like a teenage mayor in Boston. She is a 36 year old woman who has no connection to the city of Boston whatsoever. She moved there 10 years ago from Chicago where she grew up taking private, you know, piano lessons. And, you know, she posted a picture the other day with her goddamn piano teacher. Uh, literally everything handed to her in life possible comes here. Ooh, to go to Chinese brother to go to Harvard, where she's taught by Elizabeth Warren, who's like, "Oh, this would be a good communist. I can groom this woman for politics," and that's what they do. So they start grooming Michelle Wu to be political, and they're like, "See this outsider? She wants to be a city council, and then she runs for city council, and she gets elected, and next thing you know, she's the mayor of Boston." Okay, and she's doing this mandate, the climax mandate, and we've seen that keeps getting delayed because there's so much pushback. Like they're literally showing up at her home in Roslindale every morning, wake up woo. And I've heard she's like having a mental breakdown. Like I've heard like a legitimate mental breakdown. She is not ready for this. Did life. you see the question and answer she tried to do on Instagram? We're going to get to that. We're going to get to that. Oh, you've Sorry. got it. Okay. Right. So this is how uh, the city of Boston. Can we see the top of that tweet? About, um, yeah. Tonight I met with 70 of our most engaged high schoolers in Boston. When asked right. how many time out, time out, time out, time out. Most engaged is a euphemism there for children of right of left wing activists. That's what they mean by engaged. They've been right. driven along there by their left wing parents. Right. That's exactly what that means. So, like, what do you mean most engaged? Like how yeah, I feel most like engaged. I feel yeah. like that should be explained, like where where you came to that conclusion about most engaged. And so when asked how many believed we should keep masks on beyond 228. In Boston schools, and so you see the picture there. So this yeah, is like she's not even one, joking. One hero raised their hand. She's not even joking. Like this is literally how the city of Boston is deciding how it will be governed. That's not Taking how democracy works, Michelle. And it's like you said, David. It's like she's acting like this is representative. Like, did you Hardly, pull yes. all of them? No. You picked I, 70. I got 70, 70 of my friend's children and I asked them to put their hands up when I said so. And there you go. <laughs> right. There you go. So anyway, um, to me, that's like, like they're on the mayor's. Like I guarantee all these kids like love Michelle Wu. They're probably all like none of them voted for Donald Trump. We also, by the way, didn't see what they actually, you know, voted for. It's very Hitler youthy, no. by the way. That's why I put well, that in there. It's kind of a salute like that. Yeah. 
and and that woman's a hero, whoever that chick is, just sitting in the back. She might be sleeping too, in fairness. Yeah. Um, but like I said, we don't why are why are these handpicked children? She doesn't look that engaged <laughs> for the city of Boston. Uh, why are they the fact that these kids are so stupid that they believe that this will stop the spread of COVID, I think is problematic. Yeah. We don't we don't even have any context. They might be being completely misrepresented there. They might she might have just said who wants ice cream and they That's what I'm saying. Yeah. We don't no. know what the context of that picture is. But she's had, using it. She's using it to justify legislation. Yeah, totally. Um, so the, these, uh, you know, if they actually believe that this, um, because they're kids, they've been brainwashing to believe in this by people like Michelle Wu, who just lied to them. Like, because they've been dishonest with them. If you ask those kids, like, what percentage of, you know, uh, the, of COVID deaths, do you guys think are below 18? They would probably be like 25%. And it's like less than 1%. Because they've polled people about this and they have no idea who's dying. They have nobody. They have no fucking yeah. clue who's dying. Yeah. And so, yeah. Um, who was it was the woman you ran against who said 100,000 children in yes. Massachusetts well, have died? And she still hasn't yeah. gone to a meeting. Like 100,000 yeah. kids have died. When the actual figure was zero. Yep. And so these, I'm like, and by the way, nothing is stopping any of these kids from wearing their masks. Nothing, nothing. Uh, the, the fact that it wasn't done anonymously immediately kills this idea that this is a poll. Uh, and then she goes on to say this next tweet that follows up with this. Can we see that one? The next tweet says, and she starts posting all this shit. Our young children don't have the luxury of being irresponsible or even carefree. They're eager learners and experienced organizers. Experienced organizers? Why? Like, AKA, oh, we've man. trained them. Huh? You know what that means? Like, this is what fucking liberals love to do. Get behind David Hogg. They've never seen Greta Thunberg. They've never seen a 17-year-old that they can't exploit for something. Like, oh, we are fighting for climate justice because this is our world and we need to protect our world for climate justice and racial justice. And this is what we've been taught. And we are different from other generations of young people. We are active. Bitch, you're not the fucking first people to get... The vast majority of you kids don't even give a shit about this. And the only reason that Michelle Wu likes these kids is because they're fighting for left-wing causes. If those same kids were like, we need gun right justice. Like, gun rights are civil rights. And if you can't afford a gun, then the government should pay for your guns. That's the kind of, like, they're giving, I mean, that's the thing with healthcare, right? Healthcare is a right. Well, so is guns. How many, how many kids do you think are in the Boston school system in total? I don't know. Thousands. Tens of thousands? Probably. Yeah, I would guess probably. Close she, so she handpicks 70 and says, hey, yeah, you guys are all now in. So she's almost ab advocate or abjugating responsibility, isn't she saying? Well, if you don't like the mass mandate, 70 of your own voted for it. Yeah. It's basically what They see no other choice but to clean up after generations of adults before for climate, oh, equity, off. and yes, public health. I know. They're ready. AKA, they're <laughs> fighting for the things that I want. Tell me you never interact with Boston's young people without telling me. Oh, shut the fuck up. I'm not going to be lectured by you... people who haven't graduated high school yet, who, you know, because they don't know more than me. I'm sorry. They don't. Like, you pompous uh, fucking cunt, okay? The arrogance so, of it. Can we can we play the video, uh, that the Twitter video I sent you there, that it was on Tucker last night? Let's play the actual video first, then we can play Tucker's reaction to it. If you guys didn't see this, this was gold. Oh, this the was tweet. Gold. Oh, the Instagram 
feed. Somebody sent me this video like a week ago, and it, I guess it just went viral now it, on oh, Twitter. Yeah. I seen it today. Cool. Yeah. I don't think it's gonna go on my end. Can you play the video? Because the Twitter doesn't like do sound. I got it. I got you. I got you. Cool. Let me do it on my end. By the way, if you guys, uh, if you, if I don't have a freestyle, if you if you're here tonight, uh, if you like what we're doing and you want to support the turtle, I love it. We like to do this brand of journalism. There's Rebel brand brand of journalism. There's a link at the top to something called Turtle Chat. You can donate whatever amount of money you want, and uh, you can write whatever message you want, and I I will get a notification on it on my email, and I will show that on the big screen. Whatever message you want, no donation is too big or too small. We love you people all. Thank and you if you much. don't, the Canadian police will come and knock on your door and ask why not. That's true, too. Okay. All right. So let me play this video here. Okay. Hold on. Let me know if you guys can hear this. So background, this is, she goes on Instagram Live to talk about whatever and she thinks it's going to be some sort of love fest. Yeah. Oh, this is not, this, this, this Thank you for keeping us safe. Yeah. So here's what happens in real life. Now watch, because she's reading the comments and just, you got to read the Her comments. Her face is a picture. It's just beautiful. All right, here we go. People join. You are ruining our great city. Meantime, I will <laughs> You're ruining Boston. Try to just fill my mind. My answer any questions anyone has. Um, see a lot of friends who uh, have a different. Oh, Happy New Year! Yes, Year of the Tiger. Very, very cute tiger emoji. Oh my God! Year of the Tiger. Year of the Tiger. Okay, I mean, we're, we're checking with the congressman's team, and if, if it comes down to it, I will log out and log back in. This is not going well. Recall her, yeah? Why don't you care about your people? She's waiting for something positive. All she got was Year of the Tiger. How convenient. What have you done today? What's Anything my favorite exciting? thing about Boston winter? Um, <laughs> I don't even see I, that question. I leave Boston. I love snow. <laughs> and then she ends the stream. That <laughs> one minute that of bombardment was just perfect, man. And it just shows that that is how that's honestly, she's so out of touch with regular here's, people. Here's my problem with it though. I mean, it's, it's great to see that happen and I'm getting ratioed, but, at the end of the day, you get what you pays for. And the people of Boston voted heavily for this woman to be their mayor. So they're getting what they deserve, frankly. I mean, I feel sorry for the minority that have got this lunatic woman in charge who, like generation of Democrats, and a great point here, look at Detroit. In the, after the Second World War, after the recovery, in the 50s, up to the early 60s, the richest city in America, if not the world, in terms of affluence because of the motor trade. And they elected their last Republican mayor, I think, in 1961. And ever since then, it's been run by Democrats for 60 years. And look at the city of Detroit now. That's what Democrat policies bring you. And this is what you've got. And yet, people keep 
voting for them, and they lose a bit of my sympathy but, when they're but, too, but, too but, stupid but, David, to keep voting see, for them. See, that's wrong. See, because so it's not the people that are like Sheena Katonis of the world. They're just outnumbered. That's not her fault that she's outnumbered oh, yeah. by communists. And so Michelle Wu is so used to preaching to the choir, so used to talking in echo chambers. And this is what happens when you close yourself off to competing ideas and people who think differently from you. You become completely um, like unaware that other people actually feel this way. Like you, you put, you put this mandate in and you assume that everybody's going to be like, yeah, this is fucking great. I love this mandate. This is awesome. And thank you. Seven pounder. He says, uh, he sends me $10 and he says, I worked for 20 minutes to be able to do this. Well, thank you very much, my friend. Thank you very much. So anyway, um, so yeah, like it just shows how out of touch she is that she has absolutely no connection to regular working class people whatsoever she and she when she put this mandate in place she probably thought like oh yeah this is ever i'll be a hero for this this is gonna be my crowning thing and this and it's going horribly nobody people are fighting this she had no idea the type of resistance she was gonna get from this people showing up at her house all i gotta say is keep it up we need more of this so i love what i'm seeing right now the fight that i'm seeing from these people and people will say oh your tactics are no good and you're gonna turn people off so fucking what who gives who was a the, shit? Who was the previous man? Walsh, Marty. Well, Marty Walsh, wasn't it? Yeah, and he was an idiot. This woman's worse. Oh, people are begging for Marty at this point. I told people they'd been begging for Marty. Like, he would not do this. He would never. He could have done this. He didn't do this. You know, uh, so these people, they truly seem to believe, right, that they are God's gift and that everybody is just going to get in line with everything they're saying. And so what I'm saying is keep it up, guys. Keep it up. The people oh, yeah, outside of her house, God bless you. Okay, do it every day, make her life miserable. Okay, make her regret ever becoming mayor. You should do that. Like, enough of these fucking politicians who think that they have the right to do this to you, they should be scared of you, they should fear doing this to you the way that they've been talking to you for the last two years telling you that we're just going to close your business you're a bad person you're a white supremacist they should be afraid to talk to you like that and justin trudeau literally ran and hid good he should run and hide he should be afraid she should be afraid do not stop going to her house keep that pressure up every goddamn day monica cannon grant thought it was all big and bad until we showed up at her doorstep until we showed up there six fucking people with a bullhorn and a loudspeaker until we went to the boston police headquarters in roxbury and kept her from coming there she showed up like two hours late because she was afraid keep it going in a democracy like bob says people should fear the government she should be fearful of doing something like this, telling you you're going to put this in your body or else we're just going to take rights away from you. Oh, really, cunt? Did you forget who the fuck you work for? No, you're not going to do that to us. You're not going to treat us like we're subhuman trash. So keep it up. I love the spirit that I'm seeing across the world. And I give all the credit in the world to those Canadian truckers because I think they are setting the stage of the world. People are rebelling in Australia. They're rebelling in because it's a minority. It's a again say keep saying, David, that they vote these people in. Yeah, okay. But what about the 40% that didn't vote for her? What about that? Absolutely. That's not their fucking fault. And they no, should have, they should make her scared 
to do this scared i'll tell you how about this analogy with david so like if they overturn like like let's suppose in this country they want to make abortion illegal right how do you think that would go over with the feminists and the liberals what would they do oh they'd be outright they'd be they'd be up in arms right and so maybe maybe the right should start using those tactics like they would not put up with that there would be there would be no fucking they could never outlaw abortion in this country because they know the reaction that would happen that's why they can't do it because they know the react that's how it's not a vote winner is it though either no but like let's suppose the supreme like the supreme court would be afraid to overturn abortion because they'd be afraid of the reaction from the populace they know what would happen they would never ever fucking even dream of doing that it will never happen in my lifetime i know that as a fact and so with this shit it's like they should feel the same way they should be afraid to do this and you have to make them afraid and that's why i don't even mind the january 6th shit i don't even mind it you should be afraid none of them were but you should be a little bit afraid that's all i'm saying no no aoc said she was terrified she she was afraid if she was going to be raped even though she was in another another building of a mile away yes okay um so let me uh go to the last topic here um the they should be afraid to overturn that yeah um any yeah i mean i agree i I agree it's maybe that january 6th is a bad example but anyway let me uh let's jump to the last blog there deb can we um jump to um whatchamacallit what was the last blog uh i want to talk about the pepperel woman can we bring her up i want to talk about this Okay, you read you read my mind. All right, because there's a couple there's a twist to this story. So, as you guys know, uh, the mandate is now over in the public schools, or at least it's no longer required by the state. So, individual districts have a right to decide whether or not they're going to do it. So, here's this woman named Sarah Johnson from Pepper. Because I knew that I'm like, wait till you see all the people right that are like. This is going to be, I knew when Charlie Baker did this, the, the mask Nazis are going to be like, oh my God, this is horrible. No fucking way. Not in our town. And, you know, she's a woman with. I'm going to die. Yeah. And that kind of says it all. You know, she's got the whole vaccine save lives, you know, uh, which it does. Vaccines are great. Love vaccines. And diff- this information is deadly and stop Asian hate. And by the way, she sells masks too. I would like to point that out. But anyway. Oh, yes. The superintendent, uh, let's scroll down. The superintendent of the schools, uh, Brad Morgan, uh, somebody posts about him in North. So this is Pepperell's in the North Middlesex Regional School District. It's Townsend, Ashby, and Pepperell. And it says, Pepperell parents rejoice. Brad Morgan and Nancy Milligan need not apply. The masks can come off and our babies can smile school again on the 28th. Now, Brad Morgan is the same tool bag who literally called the Townsend police on people who did not quarantine after going on February vacation last year or April vacation, even though he went on one himself. So oh, anyway, that guy. Yeah, I remember yeah, yeah, that guy. So anyway, this Sarah Johnson woman starts all of a sudden using this girl's death as an example of why kids should wear masks in schools. Okay. Now, her, this girl's name, and I'd never heard of her until I saw this woman's comments. Her name is Cassidy Baracus. Scroll down for me there. There we go. Let me see this Fox 25 thing. There we go. Okay. So she claims that 
this girl, Cassidy Baraka, died from COVID. This is the same. I took this screenshot right off WCVB's page. And it says the investigation just, I mean, this screenshot is art. The investigation is open and the cause and manner of death is under it's, it's, the investigation is open. The cause and manner of death have not been ruled on the district attorney's office by statute investigates child deaths. So that's Middlesex County DA. But then underneath it, it says seven year old girl dies from complication due to COVID. But yet the DA's office is like the manner of death has not been ruled on. It says it in the same freaking screenshot. Okay. And so then Mass Live has shared a picture of this girl and Sarah Johnson's all bitching on her page. Oh my God. How can she share a picture of the girl? Bitch, you guys share fucking, I didn't, it's a screenshot from Mass Live. They did it. And the media is evil. They're saying this girl died from, from COVID. If this girl got hit by a truck, no one would know who she is, but because she died from COVID allegedly her, her death is useful to the regime. So let's see the things that Sarah Johnson is saying it. So let me read some of these. She says, uh, it's worth noting a seven-year-old in Groton just died from COVID. Groton is a neighboring town of Pepperell. It's thankfully uncommon for kids to so young to die, but it happens. And no, it doesn't. Okay. It, it, it does. It doesn't happen enough to warrant talking about it. Like, let's put it that way. It happens. No, it really doesn't. It doesn't though. Because you found like a couple yeah, of I'd be I'd be much more interested if she wanted to talk about child suicide numbers compared to COVID deaths over yeah, the same time like time period. Kids getting, kids getting hit by lightning, like stop. Yeah, and you know this seven year old girl. So basically, she uses this as a crutch to try to influence mask policies in the North Middlesex Regional School District. And these people, she she says, why do you think a mask wouldn't have stopped this? Okay, well, here's an idea. Because she supposedly died from COVID. How about that? <laughs> like, And she wore masks to school. So maybe that had something to do with it. That she wore masks and she still got it. So what does that tell you? You fucking idiot. You absolute total idiot. Why do you say COVID has moved on? We have plenty of data. These people fear that so much. But those are rhetorical questions. I'm not going to get into it. My point is kids are getting sick. Some are dying. No, they're not. No, they're not. Removing mask mandates will not solve mental health issues. Therapy will. Therapy. Think, these are monsters, David. Monsters. Like, they're I solutions. Agree. I, I was so angry when I read this because like, they're using the kids as pawns in their own private war. No, the, the, that, but the problem is her solution is, oh, it's okay. They'll just go to therapy. Yeah. That's, a, that's normal. It's normal for seven years. I'll damage them and then we'll repair them. It's fine. Yeah. So, like, <laughs> or, or how about this? We just stop damaging them. Like, yeah. Stop about, stop yeah. Damaging how about we don't damage them in the first place? How about that? No, no, no. We'll fix it. But we don't have the same thing with COVID. Like with COVID, it's so her philosophy is, well, we'll fuck them up and then we'll give them some brain medicine afterwards and that'll fix them. Mm. But with COVID, all, everything is preventative and nothing is comes after. You can't take ivermectin. That's horse. Yeah. Th this has struck me as a weird thing all the way through ever since it started. It's all been about prevention and not about what to do when you actually get it. Right. No medication right. been developed to take when you've got symptoms, you know? Yeah. 
Then she says, but this is exactly what it's all about. Talking about whether or not to mask our kids at school is about how much you are willing to risk them getting COVID. If they get COVID, they risk dying. No, they don't. It happens not just to some unknown kid in Tennessee. It happens to real kids and real families like the right one next door. Blah, 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 blah. I'm guessing that mother would not want anyone else to go through hell either. I'm guessing that's why they put it in the obit to make this point. So anyway... Um, I would like to point out here and she, this goes on. We don't need to read all the screenshots, but this goes on and read the blog. If you haven't read it, it's fucking ridiculous. The things that these people are saying, but did you see the update on this, David, on the story? No, I haven't seen the update. Bring it up. Okay. Deb, can you bring up that, um, Boston, the new Boston 25 news article, the update on this and this is to me this is so significant and it's just mind-boggling mind-boggling let's i'm let me guess that i'm, I'm gonna guess what the twist is but let me guess the twist hasn't had half the coverage that the original scaremongering has no boston a 25 investigates a week before girl's death neglect was reported was filed by dcf so go go down and not acted uh. upon so I can't read that on my end. So I got to bring it up over here. Hold on. The words are too small. Give me one moment. All right. Actually, did I send that to you, Deb? I got it in our chat. Give me one moment. All right. Where'd it go? All right. Here we go. So it says here, um, that an obituary for Cassidy Baraka describes fucking ads describes her as an avid dancer, singer, and gymnast, and as a little girl who was active in her community. She was a brownie scout. The notice goes on to say it was hard not to smile when you met or ran into Cassidy because she smiled all the time. The seven-year-old was an only child and lived with her mom on a quiet street in Groton. Today, pink ribbons adorn her neighborhood. A tribute to her. Uh, pink, her favorite color. Re records provided by the town show an ambulance responded to the home she shared with her mother on January 18th. The call was for a medical emergency. She was pronounced dead a short time later. According to her obituary, the little girl died of complications from COVID-19. So keep in mind, David, right? That like anyone, you write your own obituary, right? That's not, that's not an ME's report. That's an no, obituary. No, no, no. So she died. And I thought that was odd that it said she died from COVID in the obituary. So it goes on to say, we checked with the Middlesex County DA's office. The spokesperson said an official cause and manner has not been determined, which I showed you as well. But 25 investigates also learned there's more to the story and involves DCF. Two sources tell us a mandated reporter filed a 51A form on Cassidy's behalf on January 11th, a full week before her death. A 51A is used to alert DCF of suspected child abuse or neglect. How is that not like a much, like how is this David not a much bigger story? That's like, the, the biggest story. That's a far bigger story than COVID. Like you, like how like nobody was going to mention that. Nobody was going to mention that. This girl is literally... Doesn't fit the narrative. Narrative is scare people into keeping masks on children because of COVID. And, and, and so this is bizarre. So the story goes on. It says, um, our team learned 
that, um, let's see, a home call for, they went to the home for a call and EMT did unrelated to Cassidy, unrelated to her a week before she died. 25 investigates hasn't seen that report, but two sources tell us the EMT described the unsanitary and unsafe hoarding conditions. Now I don't know what happened to this girl and I am not going to speculate this. I will not do that. No. But this is so relevant. Like th the fact that it happened a week before she died, a 51 a was filed that the, for suspected neglect abuse. And the mother was a hoarder. Okay. That's fucking like, that's something's up with that. I don't, again, I'm not going to speculate about how this girl died, but I, I have a hard time believing David that a perfectly healthy, energetic seven-year-old Brownie just died from COVID, just got COVID and died. I don't believe no, that. I, I don't believe, I do it not believe that. Cause, cause zero healthy children have died of COVID in Massachusetts. There's always yeah. been underlying conditions and other reasons. Right. So like this has been like, uh, this, but and literally the entire media's narrative about this girl dying from COVID came from the obituary. And the poisonous that, woman who's been using this child's death to promote masking is she should hang her head in fucking shame. But she won't. Well, she, she won't. Should, but she won't. No, she won't. No, she won't. She, won't. she thinks she's doing great do. good work. No. Again, these are trashy horrible people. According to an email sent by Monsters, DCS spokesperson, the agency's own regulations state for emergency investigations, social workers must make in-person contact with children as soon as possible within two to four hours. For non-emergencies, they must do it uh, with the child in question as soon as possible, but no longer than three working days. 25 investigates learned that a DCF social worker did not visit the home until after she died, more than a week later. So again, they just fucked up. We wanted to know why DCF didn't act sooner and they issued the following statement. The Department of Children and Family Services, our children and families, um, received a report and is investigating it in collaboration with law enforcement. We tried speaking to her mother on multiple occasions to find out what happened. Instead, a family spokesperson sent us a statement on her behalf. Cassidy was an incredible young girl who touched the lives of many. We are heartbroken by her loss, as is anyone who met her. The support our entire family has received has been overwhelmingly and much appreciated. At this time, we asked for privacy during this extremely difficult time. We shared our feelings uh, with Wendy Murphy, a lawyer and child advocate who teaches at New England, Boston. Does that mean the child would still be alive if DCS did his job? We don't know. Well, that well, like, if the kid died from COVID, then DCF would have nothing to do with that. <laughs> uh, that would be speculating. But we do know that they didn't do their job, and now a child is dead. So this is all the mother. I found the mother's Facebook page. Now, again, I am not accusing the mother of anything nefarious here. I am not going there. But I, let me just show you. This is not what you would expect. Okay. The mother is old. Like really old. Let me bring this up. So this is, um, and this is hard to look at, man. You look at this picture of this girl. That mother, this is the newborn baby how old does the mother look there like 50s i don't know she looks old don't you think for a, like a new mother which town is this where's the town matter grotten oh well no i mean some towns the women seem to be older than the others. oh yeah yeah i mean it's like so i thought this was the grandma no this is the mother's page this is the mother's page and you know the, 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 
there she is. This is before the baby was born with Patrice Bergeron. She's a huge Bruins fan. She took this kid to games all the time. There she is with the baby with Chris Kelly. I mean, she seemed like she seemed like she loved the kid, obviously. Like all pictures, it's just her and the baby, you know? Her and the baby. And she obviously loves her daughter, understandably. Um, and was really into bunnies too, I guess. Um, but anyway, this whole thing. It's like there's something's more to this, David. That's what I'm saying. There's, there's, there's more to this than meets. Yeah, and I think, I think we're right not to speculate until, you know, I, I imagine there's still an ongoing investigation. Yeah, I mean, yeah. So people are like, why are you showing kids the uh, the kids' photos? Um, because the media is using this child as a prop. In the in the, no, in the, the media already. Yeah. yeah, like talk to Mass Live. They're the one that put her yeah. fucking pictures out there. Have a word with them. They're literally using this child as a political prop to push for more child abuse of more kids of a kid yep. who I'm going to go. I'm just going to say right now, she didn't die from COVID. COVID did not kill that child. That did not happen. Okay. I'm not a doctor. I don't know the details. I will bet you fucking anything. This guy did just, just get COVID and die. No, there is much, much more to this story. Okay. Period. Anyway. So yeah, does it make it okay for me to do it? Absolutely. Use your real fucking name. You won't because you're a fucking pussy who's afraid to put his name on it. So that's why you come on here and use your fake name. So anyway, uh, yeah, so that's that whole thing. And I just, to me, uh, I don't know, David. I, again, I won't speculate about what the fuck happened to this kid, but she didn't just wake up and die from COVID. That is not it may be one of these ones where we never know, but she definitely just, there's not, this isn't just a COVID story. No, it is not. It is certainly not. Okay. Um, so, uh, yeah, I think that's about it for this week. I did. I was going to uh, get into the, I wanted uh, to do the woman who wouldn't, didn't want to wait in her car. She wanted to go first and the yeah. principal made her stay because, you know, she's so I racist. Would, yeah, we ran out of time. Maybe another time we can do that. Mm -hmm. one. But anyway, um, you know, I think I wrote, I wrote a blog earlier in the week about the Joe Rogan thing, and I think I got in that last week about it. You know, you know, not apologizing to mob, and I'm and I'm not going to do it. Don't apologize. It's, never apologize. I'll never apologize. They, they don't want your apology. They they think they see that as, a, as an admission of guilt, and they just come after you even harder. Like the best thing that Joe Rogan could have done is just ignore them. That's what I, I mean. That's what see, I should've... did. You see the MMI guy, the black guy being interviewed at the press conference pre fight, and they asked Dana White about it. And Dana White pretended he was ignoring and walked off stage. I mean, as he was coming back, as it was a joke, he walked back to the microphone. Um, and the black fighter said, I've got this and I'm black, and just basically said, What a great bloke Joe Rogan is. And it, did a, it, a full on mic drop. And he goes, He goes, Joe Rogan's my N word. <laughs> Yes, he did. <laughs> That's my N-word right there. Thank you, Caroline. She donates $15 on the turtle chat above, which feel free to do that as well. She says, preach. The Wu train needs to derail. We need to vote these people out. And a huge shout out to the Canadian truckers. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, anyway, um, so yeah, basically my whole thing with the Joe Rogan thing is like, I'm like, okay, so I did a blog on this. Go read the blog. Basically, there's two kind of people that come after me over the years, ratchets and communists. Now, am I comparing myself to Joe Rogan? No, of course not. Anybody who would make that, reach that conclusion after reading my blog uh, has no reading comprehension skills. Of course, Joe Rogan is a million times bigger than I will ever be. No doubt about it. But I would like to point out that the people who are bigger than me, 
Okay. The things that are happening to them, the censorship that's been happening to them has been happening to me long before it happened to them. Like I'm almost like the Guinea pig for censorship, David. Like I've been getting kicked off Facebook before it was cool. Before all these yeah. conservatives started before, getting before it happened to famous people. Yeah. Like when Kirk and when Kirk Minahan and Jerry got like attacked by Bob Murchison and they went after their advertisers, like, oh, bro, talk to me in 2015. I got this guy, Dan Margolis and Kevin Lynch. And I will say that of all the trolls who have come after me and all the guys who have failed, I will give credit where credit is due. Nobody has been more effective than those two. Like nobody, like people that elite. They were relentless, weren't they? That was their, that was their main weapon. And they knew what they were doing. They, they, they had it. They, an actual, they were relentless. Okay. Which a lot of people are like people literally create Twitter accounts about me and just tweet at me all day. Like it's flattering. Like they, they don't understand how flattering this is that like you're thinking about me 24 seven, you're trying to stop me 24 seven and, and you're failing because I'm here. Okay. Nothing is ever going to change. I'm never going anywhere. You're going to fail in that regard. Kevin Lynch and Dan Margolis, at least, they did a little bit of financial damage. So I kind of wrote about it in this blog. Uh, so Kevin got all of my Facebook accounts taken down. Like I lost a page with 112,000 followers. When that happened, traffic on the website got cut by 50% immediately. And, that, and thus revenue gets cut by 50%. And then Absolutely. he starts reporting yeah. me to Google AdSense. I lose, I lose Google AdSense on the Turtle Boy Sports page. I have to start a whole new freaking blog because of Kevin Lynch. That's how much damage he did to me. And I'll but tip my cap to him like it, you did it that. It does show. It does show that these these big tech companies just don't do their homework. If mass reporting works, just from the same person reporting it over and over and over, whether it's true or not that they're reporting, it's clear that big tech just caves. Yes. And well, it's, it's, uh, I don't think it's actual human beings doing it, but like you've seen some no. of the things that we've been kicked off social media for it. Right. So anyway, um, I will tip my hat to him. Like he's somewhat effective in that regard. Now, Dan Margolis, an actual communist, right? He red actually Danny. was, yeah, Red Danny. He worked, he was a member of the Communist Party USA. He was an actual, unabashed member of the Communist Party. Yeah, before it was cool to call people communists, he was a communist. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, he's actually a pretty sharp guy when it comes to shit like this. Like, he knows what he's doing. Like, he's like, the 2008 election of Barack Obama and his presidency are perhaps the biggest continuation of that revolutionary spirit and generation. So take a moment to relax and celebrate with family and friends and that we've achieved so far and all the victories to come up to including a socialist USA and let's recommit ourselves to the struggles. So basically, he's like, like, oh, good. We got Obama's in there. He's not a full-fledged communist yet, but we got the communist Trojan horse in there. He knows exactly what he's doing. And so he starts writing these blogs on me, like, that call me, like, sexualizing children because I made a joke about that, the Cash Me Outside girl. I said the Cash Me Outside girl was going to grow up to be a porn star. And spoiler Which alert, she did. She did. She she did. did. So she I was had her only fans the moment she became of legal age. Like everybody made that joke. Every like that girl was obviously going to grow up and do porn. Obviously, yeah. and she made a lot of money at it as well. Yeah, like nobody feels bad for that girl. Like, like stop it, stop it acting like you give a shit about the cash man side girl. Like you're exactly. offended by that. We all know it's true. Anyway, that's what he meant by I sexualized children. 
and he starts sharing it, and then elected leaders like Sarai. What does that even like, mean? What does it even mean? It's like it's become one of these overly used buzzwords used when you don't like what someone has to say. Oh, they're sexualizing children. How do you sexualize a child protectly? Yeah, do you, I mean, that's, that's do, do you know, question. is he taking pictures of them in their underwear and, and making it look like it's provocative? No. He, no, he criticized the ratchet that was on telly mouthing off. Yeah, and they said she was going to be a hooker, which she turned and out she to was. be. she yeah, was. Yeah, so. She already was at the time by the sounds of it. But, but I will say this, like he was effective in that he got a lot of advertisers. Like this guy organized a boycott and they would harass advertisers to the point where they're just like, I can't deal with all these phone yeah, calls. Yeah, they just gave, yeah, they, yeah, yeah. And they just had, couldn't be dealing with the aggravation, yeah. And because of Dan Margolis, who I laughed at at first, I literally had to completely restructure how I monetized my website and made a living. Like I was making a living off of local advertisers who pay me a few hundred dollars every month to have an ad a banner ad on the site. And five years ago, I just had to abandon that. I'm like that. This is, this is not a sustainable model. We, and that's why we have turtle club now and we have the donors. So thank you very much guys for the donors. Cause again, you're not just supporting me. You're supporting free speech in general. Uh, the, you're, you're literally fighting back against these people who want me gone, who want me to stop saying the things that I'm saying. Everything I said to you tonight, that's what they're really offended by. They don't think I sexualize children. They just don't like the fact that I call out pieces of shit. That's what they do. They don't like the fact that I call out people who, you know, lose their children to DCF because they're raging alcoholics. They, they don't like that because I put a light on that and I put a spotlight on you and like you're a shitty person. So the latest people that have come after me, David, they're coming after me for like personal shit, which to me is oh, like, yeah. oh, that's the best you've got. Like, oh, jerk off videos. Oh, no. Oh, no. People see me naked. Oh, no. What am I like? Oh, no. I'm going to quit now. Like, What's what bizarre is their fascination with them. I've not seen them. And I, I have to tell you, I, you know, no disrespect to you. I love you like a brother, but I don't want to see the video. Yeah. Whereas yeah. they're <laughs> fascinated by them. They must have watched them over and over and they. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Over and over and over and screenshotted and time frame. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. this is when it comes. Oh. This is the best part. Like, yeah. It's fucking weird, but okay. To each their Why? own. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm sorry. You know, you're a good guy and all that, but I don't want to see it. Yeah. So it's I'm like, pretty sure you don't want to see me in any state of undress. No, I would take your exactly. word for it. Exactly. So I why the fascination? Me. And like, and so ultimately, David, what did they think I was just going to quit? Like, what is their end game here? Like, do they think I'm just going to be like, oh, yeah, you, you think, you think they know by quit. now, but you just you just bounce back after that. You like you go, oh, really? Is that what your best shot? And it, it, it almost fuels you. Yeah. So I'm like just letting these people know, like, as much as you think you got me, you don't like you think that you like you, you don't like I'm just going to quit. Like, you guys should know better. You've been following this blog. For how long? Like this woman says here, this woman, Rashana, what did she say about me? She says, reading Turtle Boy and being a credible news source, aka Turtle Boy, uh, regarding Turtle Boy not being a credible news source, ask the Napa Valley, California police how legit his reporting is. Ask the Mass State Police. Yeah, ask like, you know, if there's any state yeah. troopers out there that used to be state troopers because they were, in, and then I found out they were drug dealers and they lost their job. Those people might exist. I don't know. Was that um, Valley? Was that Kylie Kirkpatrick? That's the Kylie Kirkpatrick story. So yeah. thank you, Rashana. So this woman, Rashana, she was a big supporter of the years. Like she like bought t-shirts in like 2014, 2015. But the problem with some of these people, David, and and I feel bad for them because they're so 
they're so retarded they can't help themselves. Like Rashana has been messaging me with story ideas for years, shitting on people too. Like I went back and I saw her messages. Like so many people. This is let me show you what she looks like here. Um, let's see. Yeah, there she is uh, with Julian Edelman. We got another one. Okay. Hold on. Okay. So like people like this now have they they've they've they think that they're like, oh man, like these are the opportunistic snakes who I fucking have the least respect for out of anyone. So they're all like they think I'm going down. They think like, oh no, Turtle Boy's on the ropes. They, they got jerk off videos. Oh no, we're gonna find out about him. So I find out this woman has been stalking like Clarissa, I guess. Remember Clarissa? She produced the show a few times. Yeah, yeah. She like, she, like went to her house and like knocked on her door and shit. And there she's she's the one, these two, her and Clarissa, they're the ones that sent me the story last year about that tow truck driver out of Charlton that wanted that. It was a crazy story. The Charlton police shared his GoFundMe. Go back and read that. Anyway, this woman, she's like been sending me story ideas for years. And the second she thinks that, oh man, Turtle Boy might be on the ropes here. I'm going to go join the other side. I'm going to uh, join the mob uh, that's taking him down. So well, it looks like what, she was bitch? winning all along. Yeah, right. Yeah. Guess what, bitch? I'm still fucking here. And she's like, I'm a photography business. She released, she released naked photos, I guess, of Clarissa without Clarissa's consent. She actually oh, did that. So, and she's like, she sent me, can I, I got to read the email that she wrote to me today. You got to read this email. Hold on. This is good. She actually CC'd the Holden police department on this. I could not believe it. It was fucking hilarious. Um, let me read this email to you. <laughs> okay. Oh God. Oh man. I got to read this. <laughs> oh my God. Come on the show, Clarissa. She told me not to contact her, so I'm not going to contact her again because she asked me not to. So I messaged her about this, and this is the email that I got back from her. I have, And she CC'd the chief of police in Olden. Not only are you perpetuating false information, but you're trying to push a narrative that is false in order to ruin my credibility and affect my personal life and livelihood. On February 7th and then on February 11th, you messaged from Facebook on the Clarence Woods Emerson account as well as a shared message with Clarissa early with accusations that Clarissa has said nasty things about me. Oh, uh, no. I don't think, I don't think that she, so I'm, she's made allegations about you. Certainly. Certainly she's made. Allegations so will, will the chief of police be arresting her for nasty things? I don't know. I don't know. Oh. So go, let me read some more about what she said. She goes, I was not interested. I was not interested in hearing this, nor did I want to discuss a topic you repeatedly force upon me that is not my business. Okay, so you, the, I, you, if you join a mob that, and you're like sharing shit about me, like personal shit about me, and then oh. you're like, oh my god, like I don't want to be involved in this bitch. You fucking got involved. You fucking fat, disgusting pig. Okay. Oh, but oh yeah, I don't want to get involved. I'm so innocent. Leave me alone. Leave my business alone. I'm just a photographer who takes boudoir pictures of women and then sends them out without consent. I'm a fucking innocent person in all this. And then I show up at your fucking house and blah, 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 blah. Okay. You're not that fucking innocent bitch. And I see right through your fucking game. The only reason people like her get on, like, you know, follow turtle boy in the first place is because they're like, Oh, he's winning right now. 
He's the guy who's shitting on other people. So we're going to jump on that bandwagon. bandwagon. And the second, the second they think like, oh man, the tides might be turning against him. They jump on the other one. Like, oh, we're going to shit on him now. Well, bitch, guess what? I'm still right here. And now you're fucking on turtle boy. Now you're on turtle boy. Looking like the fucking gross fucking waste of space that you are. So let me go on to read some more of this. Let's, let, if, if Greenpeace see that photograph, they'll try and float her out to sea, I suspect. <laughs> I do not wish to be involved in anything regarding a former blogger. Well, you kind of do. You kind of do because you're getting involved in that. So anyway, she goes on to say, the situation that situation is none of my business, and I am unclear why you keep bringing it up. I'm not interested in being involved. And so, but you do. As a result, you have used veiled threats to continue to manipulate me. And when that didn't work, you you threatened to use your platform to post something I commented on and proceeded to add that to the blog. So she's talking about how I screenshotted a positive comment she left and put it on the blog. How so what? Are you new to the internet? Stupid. Welcome to the fucking internet, Rachana. <laughs> kind of name is that oh, i'm kindly requesting that you stop messaging me as well as trying to defame me i am uh, first of all no defame no no, no we're not defaming, defaming you if we if we describe you as a gigantic yeah. land whale that's not defamation that's just a statement of fact yeah and, and if the japanese navy come and harpoon you while you're swimming off cape cod this summer well that's not our fault yeah like fucking with clarissa like leave clarissa alone exactly. okay i like clarissa i don't care what you people say about clarissa She's not around anymore because you fucking people scared her. That's what you did. You lied to her. You manipulated her. You fucked her. You showed up at her fucking house. I mean, Jesus Christ, leave Clarissa alone. Okay. Anyway, I'm going to read some more of this. I'm kindly requesting you stop messaging me um, and blah, blah, blah. She goes, um, I'm CCing the Holden police chief. Like like the police chief, give a fuck. As I'm sure. Yeah. I'm, I'm like, sure what's this doing. shit? But I am done communicating with you. And hope you understand, I do not want you to threaten me. I'm not threatening anyone. Defame me. I don't defame anyone. Or affect, attempt to affect my livelihood. I might do that. I might, like I, and, and to be clear, you're trying to affect my livelihood by participating in this. And, and you don't get to just fucking post shit about me and fucking share bullshit about me that's defamatory. And then be like, oh, I don't want anything to do with this. Well, yeah, you do, you fucking dumb cunt. You got involved in this, didn't you? Like, I'm so sick of these people, David. They're like, well, I don't want anything to do with this. I just want to talk shit about them and share defamatory shit and join a fucking mob because it's cool to. Yeah. Well, it ain't so fucking cool now, well, is it? Source for the yeah. goose is source for the gander. You, you've got, if you can't things. take it, don't give it out in the first place. Yeah. So fuck her, okay? So anyway, I write back to her. This is what I wrote back to her. I said, um... I go, hi, Rachana. I will gladly honor your request, but um, I would I will be going forward forward with the story about you because I was like asking her for comment on like, if I write a story about this. And I go, I just wanted to give you a chance to comment. I am not trying to ruin anyone's credibility, just report the facts. I have a first amendment right to do so, and that is not a threat. I have every right to use screenshots of things you posted publicly on Facebook in my publications regarding the truth. A reporting the truth is never defamatory, but what you've been engaging is welcome to the internet. If reporting on your personal behavior affects you professionally, that is not my problem. I messaged. And again, these were accusations made by other people 
about you. And I have every right. I thought it asked for your comment on this. And now you're telling me you don't want to talk and that's fine. That's completely up to you. Okay. But these are the allegations that are being made. I will point, if you're denying it, I will put that in the story. I messaged you and you engaged. Now that you've stated you no longer wish to speak, I won't be speaking to you. However, you clearly do wish to be involved and you clearly do believe it is your business since you are using your Facebook account to post about me. You don't get to spread misinformation and contribute to defamation and then pretend that you're somehow innocent. You're not. Good day, miss. That's how I ended it. Good day. Good day, so, uh, sir. You know, it's like this whole thing. <laughs> oh, I'm innocent. So I just want to fuck with you openly and like participate in this thing that's like fucking lying about you and, you know, posting all this misinformation and, you know, just kind of ruin your life. I'm going to try to do that. Um, and personally, like, you know, you know, deal with people who are literally trying to get me to kill myself actively all the time. Like, yeah, like besides that, I'm, I don't want to be involved. Well, you do. And I'm like looking at her face on the, I'm like, I just fucking, you stupid fucking bitch. Like, like fuck you. You don't okay? have to look at her face. It's not, yeah, a, yeah. It's, not, it's not a pleasant experience. So, uh, yeah. So that anyway, and remember she goes, don't message me. I don't want to communicate. Guess what she did after I wrote that email. She messaged back. She emailed me back, okay? Bing, bing, so, bing. We have a winner. People. These people are like, leave me alone. I don't want to talk to you. Okay. And I write an email back. I'm like, okay, I won't talk to you anymore. And she's like, then, so I haven't read the email. Let me read the new email. And so, of course, she once again CCs the chief of police. Of course. I have, she goes, he's got I have nothing back. better to do than listen to the ramblings of an overweight lunatic. So let me, uh, I'll bring this up here. Let me bring this email up. Hold on. Share screen. Hold on a sec. Okay. So she says, I have asked you to stop contacting me multiple times now. You messaged me regarding Clarissa early when I was not interested. You used the fact that you remember where I lived. Because uh, I said, I go, I brought, I've delivered t-shirts to your house, like back in 2014. Like as, as a way of being like, I thought we were cool. And then I said, um, you would use a comment from where I lived along with then responding. You would use a comment from me because I did not seem to respond in the manner you wanted me on another friend and manipulation tech. Like, what are you talking about, bitch? What are you talking about? Like, none of that is actually what's actually happening here. There's, I have nothing to do with this. So it is irrelevant. You, you have everything to do with it, bitch. Do you not see when you make comments on fucking Facebook pages and you share content about me? You have everything to fucking do with this. You're not fucking innocent. You're not innocent at all. You're actually a shitty person. And you got caught. You thought that you could just be this person out here just trolling and fucking around. And it wouldn't affect me. It's okay to do that if you have nothing to lose. The people who do this out there, the, the trolls that I don't even name, like they either do it anonymously or they just have nothing to lose. They live in mom's house. You know, like, they have, like what, do, what do they care? Like they're already losers. You on the other hand, you have a business. You're using your real fucking name to come at me, to poke the fucking turtle. What on earth? You've been reading the blog for seven or eight years. What on earth would possibly lead you to the conclusion that this was a good idea? That never, I would just like, oh it's yeah, never been a good yeah, idea. You, you can just fuck with me, and I'll just bend over and take it. I'm because I'm that guy, right? I'm that guy. So anyway, she goes on to say. 
I have nothing to do with it, bitch. Shut the fuck up. Just like the hundreds of others. So, uh, so it is irrelevant that my con. It's, I have nothing to do with this. So it is irrelevant that my comments, just like hundreds of others, be the ones singled out and used to defame my credibility and used in a manner in which you're attempting. No, bitch, that's not how defamation works. You should know that by reading Turtle Boy. That that. Congratulations, you're a full-fledged ratchet now. You're being like, this is deformation of deformation. You've become everything we mocked. I love it when this happens. When when they become when the fans become everything that they mocked. When they're like, yeah, I'm gonna go pick a fight with Turtle Boy. This this should turn out well. Yeah, this, this yeah. should turn out really. Yeah, I'm gonna be the guy that took him down. Sure. To quote Doctor Phil, how is that working out for you? Yeah, to be the one singled out and used to defame my credibility and used in the manner in which you are attempting. It was literally a screenshot of you saying nice things about me. How is that harming your credibility? Oh, right. It proves you're a fraud because five months ago you were saying this. I could do a blog if I actually gave a shit about all these people now who think they've joined in the mob to try to take me down. And I could just screenshot all the messages of them licking my fucking balls over the years. Like, like, let me read this message. I, I won't even say who this person is. Okay, but I, I want to... Um, New game show, that. Guess the Creep. Uh, let me see if I got this guy's message here. Um, where'd it go? Let's see. Mortis says a few buckets of chums would satisfy her uh, gastric. So it might be, yeah. See, if she ever does go out of the photography business, she could always get a job at SeaWorld leaping from the water for kippers. <laughs> so anyway yeah i think this guy might have blocked me but i'll find his messages later but basically it's just like unk we really appreciate the work you're doing you're doing a great job this is like in august three months later uh, oh fucking jerk fuck off, you uh, uh, he's such a loser he's going down bitch i you make me laugh that's all you do you make me laugh but again at least use a fake name Rashana doesn't get that so Rashana goes on to say mr carney this is the last time i respond mr. Carney. sorry miss buckley and no, I take every false accusation you have made seriously. I do not wish that to have to go further. But if you continue to harass me, you're messaging me. Good luck. Good luck. Uh, and to fame my character and attempts to affect my livelihood, I will need to take legal action on this course you choose to take. Will affect my livelihood as well as my safety. And then she screenshots our conversation which, by the way, um, let me pull up this screenshot. So this is from. And there's that the, card again. You're always—it's like a death threat. You're—you're you're always affecting their safety. You're putting me in harm's way. He sounds so like Carano for Christ's sake. Yeah, you're—you're you're putting me in harm's way, bitch. You chose to get in this way. You know, has she never read a blog? So this is the message from Blogdat from uh, I believe Chrissy Yakimovsky wrote this message about this. Let me read it to you. It says. Um, she was sick. So I think she's talking about Clarissa. She was sick, but a friend of hers, Roshana, went to her house uninvited and demanded to know all of Turtle Boy shit when Clarissa either didn't know or didn't give the chick real life, unfriended her on the spot. The mom, Clarissa's mom, almost called the cops since Clarissa didn't answer and then went to other people. This person is a professional photographer that may or may not have released photos of Clarissa. So they, I mean, I'm just reporting the news and I'm, I'm asking you for comment about this because this could be a scandal like local reporter accused 
of distributing naked photos against permission of, you know, client. I mean, that could be a very interesting story, a very interesting story. And I just wanted your comment on it. And you don't have, and welcome to the first amendment, bitch. And again, I was, you're probably right. Was I going to do a story on this? If you didn't fuck with me? Nope. But now I might just to, just to, just to, just to remind you, just to remind you that it's not okay to participate in this. It is not okay to do, if you do this, that's fine. You've chosen to become involved. So it is what it is. So fuck it. Anyway, anybody have any questions? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's only 4.20 in the morning, for goodness sake. Oh, it's 4.20 in the morning there? Wow. Yeah. Oh, wow. Sorry. Okay. Um, oh, it's a Super Bowl tomorrow, so I'll do this tomorrow night as well. After. Why don't we do a little Ask Turtle Boy? Uh, if you guys have any questions, what should, should I write her an email back? Be like, I thought you weren't going to message me again. Yeah. <laughs> I was asked, uh, you know, what I'm going to say to her, Roshana, please, please stop, stop messaging me. Please <laughs> stop contacting me and harassing me and deforming my, my business and my good and, name with impunity and, and deforming my business. Actually, I'll let you guys see me writing this just so it's clear. So there's no shenanigans here. So nobody can say, Oh, he didn't do that. He didn't do that. Okay. Oh, bless. Cherokee girl says, I always love it when you're on, David. Bless her. She's my number okay. one fan, I think, in the comments. Please stop too, contacting me and deforming my character. Okay. Uh, I am simply a news reporter trying to get to the bottom of a story. Now, your continued harassment of me via email is making me fear for my life. Um, let's see. I have been getting death threats. Yes. Uh, as a result of your harassment, I have received death threats oh, from a oh. man named Michael Gianetti, oh. a.k.a. the Selfie King. Um, please stop putting my life in danger and deforming my business, or I will be forced to retain the services of attorney Richard and Volva. On the Japanese whaling fleet. No, no, Esquire. Esquire. Okay. Esquire. Uh, and so, any, anything else I should add to this, guys, to, to the email? Should I add anything? I don't even know. I, th I think I got. It. I'm like I'm just getting the facts, right? Just the facts. Oh, so just like, uh, you could accuse her of white supremacy. That, that's yes. a, that's a good tactic. Um, well, it's like Black Lives Matter. Yeah, Black, Black Lives Matter. Yeah, always end an email with Black yeah. Lives Matter. Good day, ma'am. Good day, ma'am. Never contact me again. Good day, sir. Yes, good day. Never contact. Please stop contacting me. Okay, so that's all I said. You guys heard it here. I wish Rashana would just leave me alone. So I can just go back to, you know, yeah. writing stories about people. We don't want to have to file um, an after David. Yeah. So anyway, why don't you guys go ahead? Oh, I've seen a lot of smiling emojis here. <laughs> so at least we they had like, some They team. like the email. They yeah. like when I fight back, David. They like they don't like seeing Total Boy just taking shots and not punching Everyone back. likes the underdog like, lashing out David. and getting one back against the man. I did not. Or the whale. Let's be clear, David. I did not go through eight years of this bullshit, quit my fucking job as a teacher to be fucking backed down and fucked with 
buy this cow, okay? That's not what it's I do. the correct answer, yes. That's not what I do, okay? No. You wanted to fuck with me, Roshana. You did. You did. You made that fucking choice. And here we are. So you want to dance with the devil? Let's dance. Leave me alone. Stop deforming my character. Stop making, uh, putting my life in danger. Stop now. Stop emailing me. Stop contacting me. That's it. Period. And maybe, you know, stop also, you know, deforming me and doing all this other stuff to me on the internet. Stop. Leave me alone. You're stalking me. I feel unsafe. I'm no longer coming to this gym. All right. Adam, Any questions? Adam Hurst, what kind of whale is it? I think she's a sperm whale. Just guessing, but I think that would be the sort. Uh, might be. Okay. All right. Anybody else have any questions that they want to ask? Sir, please never disrobe again. I promise I won't. He is a whale as opposed to being from Wales. It's a different thing. You didn't quit your job. Actually, I did. I wrote a whole blog on it, my guy. Not only did you I wrote, quit You wrote an entire it, book about it. <laughs> I wrote, no, but in the book, I didn't actually post the, um, the documents of true, leaving true. Shepherd Hill. I actually posted the documents, and it clearly says on there that they are going to pay a full year salary in order for me to, um, you know, quit, resign, same shit, which they would not do. They would not pay you a full year salary if they thought they had grounds to fire you because right. I didn't do anything. So there you go. Anyway, but anyway, uh, again, Chusuck, if you're, if you're, why do you lie? So you feel free to uh, come up on the panel. I will put the link in there. I know you won't do it. I know you won't do it because you're an anonymous pussy. Uh, so, but we'll give you a chance anyway, if you'd like to come on and, and share your thoughts with me, because I don't lie about anything. I am what I am. Uh, and I yeah. Am what I am. Any other questions? Did Mike Giannetti really contact? Well, I think so. Cause he contacted me. So Mike Giannetti called me and he said, Hey, turtle boy, I'm calling you. Cause hey. there's, there's chick Rachana told me that you are a fucking child molester. And so I'm, oh, so she, she, she acted as a conduit for that harassment. So that's illegal. You go to jail for that. So deformation, stop. Yeah, she's not, she's not a credible sauce, though. He ain't, he ain't got no sauces. I got no sauces. Well, this is his sauce. Follow the first sauce. First a lot of whale sauce right there. Mostly ranch and barbecue. Mostly ranch and barbecue. <laughs> mostly blubber sauce. Anybody else have any questions they want to ask me? Sorry, no, I couldn't. I ran out of time for the freestyle. I'll do a freestyle next week. I promise. I promise. Turtle is my spirit animal. Thank you, Tina. I have the sarcastic I have petty the, bitch just like me. <laughs> I know. We have the best, you know, and, and Tina's a great person. She's been reading the blog for a while, commenting on it. She Obviously, you've said for years, Aiden, that we have not only um, are our readers um, the most intelligent readers on the internet, they're also the best looking people as well. I mean, yeah, I mean, look at the ones who leave. Exactly. That just exactly. makes it even those that are left of us even better looking by comparison. Yeah, like she read the room and she's That's like, just Wait a science. Minute. Yeah. Something here doesn't look like the other. 
I'm going to go over here One of here these now. things oh. here doesn't belong. Yep. <laughs> yep. So final for tomorrow. I bet I put a bunch of bets in, uh, Lance. I think it's going to be an exactly two-point game. I think it's going to be an exactly two-point game, and I think whoever loses is going to try to tie the score up again. I think, I think it's going to be like a furious finish, and they're going to try to tie the score up with a two-point conversion and fail. That's how I, I think disagree. It's I think it's going to be a three-point game. I think there'll be level, and there'll be a fourth-quarter field goal, and that will be the difference between the sides. It'll be a level game decided by a late field goal. on a field goal, huh? You don't yeah, see that yeah. happen very often. You don't see it's that happened happen. in virtually every one of the playoff games was a walk-off field goal, virtually. Yeah, basically. Yeah, I think it's going to happen that's, again. That's a good point. I like, yeah, that, that's a high score, Kevin. That's a very high score. So I like, I took the, I took, I always bet on the MVP. I took Jamar Chase MVP, although it's, you know, more than likely it's going to be Burrow or um, Stafford. It's almost always a quarterback. But I, I never, I just, I always take a flyer on somebody. I think his odds are like twenty-five to one or something like that. I don't like to, you know. I took Edelman three years ago for MVP. He was like fifteen to one, and he won. And that's what I like to do because it's like it's more fun that way. It's more fun to take a flyer on some obscure person uh, to win MVP. Uh, I just took a lot of the over unders on yardage. I have so many fucking bets. I can't. I love the Super Bowl, man. I fucking love it. Squares. It's just a great time. I love Super Bowl Sunday, best day of the year. Just a quick question. Do you know who's the – I mean, I know this is things. This is what I deliberately turn off because it's the worst part of the Super Bowl, the halftime show. I am not interested in that in one bit. Do we know who it is? Oh, it's the best halftime show ever this year. All West Coast, West Coast gangster rappers from the 90s. Dr. Oh, Dre. I will yeah. be not watching that. You don't like Dr. Dre? I like Dr. Sweet. Dre. Dr. Dre is the greatest. I, I think he's the greatest of all time. As far as like, about beat, Dre. like they did forget about Dre Eminem. Like I bet Holding you, back. I yeah. bet you ice, how ice cube does it make um, an appearance? I don't know that you could take bets on what the first song is going to be. You know what I took? You know what I bet on the first uh, Super Bowl halftime song, David? Go on. California love. I think like, even though it's a Tupac song, they're in California. Wouldn't that make the most sense? Uh, I see, I see. I didn't know. I'm, I'm not aware sense. of the body of work of these individuals, I'm afraid, because I really don't like rap one bit. Oh, you don't like rap, huh? Sorry. To I, hear like, I like little bits of DMX. I like little bits of Eminem and little bits of Dre, but that's about it. I, most of it is just utter shit. Yeah, you picked a weird year. You picked a weird year to shit on the fucking Super Bowl halftime show because it's going to be fucking awesome this year. Like, this okay, is like. Okay, okay. I'll tell you what. <laughs> just to prove I'm open minded, I'll start watching it. Yes, add a boy, add a boy, add a boy. Although it'll be really... that is. I'm going to watch every second of the game, but I will give the halftime show a chance because I trust your judgment. You're going to have to sleep at some point, but uh... yeah, not sure when. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Listen, you're a long time dead. I'll sleep when I'm dead. There you go. Okay. Any other questions, guys? Before they call it a night, good yeah, audience. Any here. questions? We got 150 people at 11:30. How about that? Or 4:30 if you're in the UK. See, I like I like Thirteen King songs. Like I don't know, it really doesn't matter to me. Exactly, that's a great way to do it. It's like don't listen to people who don't matter. If, if let them listen to you, let them listen to you. As the guy said in the uh, the MMA interview last night, "Fuck the noise." <laughs> Anybody else? Thank you, Brenda. Yeah. See, I'm not alone in thinking like that. 
All right. Um, I don't know where Alina's been, but anyway, I guess we'll call it a night. Thank you, David, for joining us. Deb. Uh, pleasure as always, sir. Deb, thank you for producing. You did a great job. Anytime. And uh, we will see you guys all for the next episode of Turtle Boy Live. On... Oh, leave a comment when the video finishes. Thank you for the reminder, David. And give us a like. How many likes we got on this? 127. Not too shabby. Okay, cool. We will see you guys all on Tuesday night for the next episode of Turtle Boy Live. And thank you for the donos. Peace, Turtle Riders.